0: I'm comedian, writer, and filmmaker Chuck Staten from the punk
1: band Senior Discount. And I'm writer and comedian Brad Rohr from the Providence Improv Guild. And this is the Chuck and Brad Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 525 of the Chuck and Brad podcast. I'm Chuck.
0: I'm Brad. How you doing, Brad? I'm all right. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I'm very excited for tonight's episode. I think, uh, you know, these are some of my favorite episodes that we do. Yes. We have a special guest in the room and his name is Brian Lau. How you doing, buddy? Not too bad. Thank you. It's been a little bit. It has. It's been a little while. So, B-Lau has been on many episodes. That's right. But where you really shine, where the people really flip out, is when you come on and we talk about an entire movie series that you've never seen and we take the whole series and kind of regurgitate it through our own lens and present it to you in one shot it's a mixed metaphor and you get to you get to to ask your questions wonder about the the logic of the stories we're telling you often uh you know we usually do these with um, horror movies historically with Lau B-Low, because b is not a big uh, horror guy. Yes. Right. So we've done it with you know Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, maybe the Leprechaun movies.
2: Um, Definitely the Leprechaun movies. <laughs> yeah, 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 Wait, no, let me just ask you. So when you say people flip out, what what people? Like <laughs> oh the Chewbies. Oh the Chewbies. You know, fans of Chuck and Brad. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So um,
0: first of all, we're gonna we're gonna brand this now. Whenever we do this. <laughs> This episode of the podcast is called a Franchise Flashback episode. Makes sense, Mm. right? And it's a literary name. What do you think? I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, And, uh, you know, today we're going to be handling and dealing with the Fast and Furious franchise. And I'm really excited because I love this franchise and I didn't love this franchise for a long time. That's correct. Same thing with Brad. And
2: B-Low doesn't have too much knowledge about it. Is that right? Yeah, I think I've seen the first, maybe I've seen the first movie, maybe yes. the second, and I think that's it.
0: Yeah, right. Um, and it's funny because I kind of, you know, we'll we'll go through our feelings as as the as the as the night goes on. But I was really disinterested in this series until a certain point in time, and now I'm like a diehard, you know, devotee, f head. I don't know, is that what, what are they? Yeah, that's yeah. what they're called. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, do you Where are to... my F-heads at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, uh, I had watched the first one numerous times uh, because it was when I had a, a cheater card for my satellite dish. Yeah. And it was on HBO or Showtime or whatever, just kind of on repeat. And so I watched it many, many times. And so I have a, a great deal of affection for the first one and then had never seen the second or third or, or any of the subsequent ones until Chuck said, you know what, we should give these a chance. And we gave them a chance. I didn't really, know, I didn't really know that you had an affection for the first one. Oh yeah, I did. Uh, I remember an improv scene, uh, with and so this would have been in like two thousand one, two thousand two, right. somewhere in there, uh, where I I started out by saying like, "Did you see it? He got that car to stand on its back fucking tires, his back fucking tires." <laughs> hmm. uh, you know, like celebrating the end of right. the first Fast and Furious movie, right, 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 and. Uh, Mark Hyden was uh, was my scene partner and he was like, oh, it's not as good as Bullet. And, and we were just arguing about car movies. And then sure. somebody came on and uh, Steve Waltine came on and said, you're both forgetting about the <laughs> French fucking connection. And uh, apparently that was funny enough to get us off stage. Wow. So,
2: <laughs> you know that the French connection that came out after chase, Bullet, by the way. Mm, yeah. That was done mainly like unstaged and a yeah. lot of the people in there were not actors. Really? They, yeah. They kind of did it like sort of carelessly wow yeah sort of definitely well, when was
0: it made so what year was it made do you think 70, 74 yeah, 75 yeah it sounds that sounds like it's you know it's more likely to happen that during that time period than now yeah um but yeah what's interesting and if you're listening to this and you're like wait a minute i'm not a fast and furious fan either i guess i can't listen to this podcasts. i'm not an f-head i'm not an f-head here's what i'm gonna say so <laughs> fast and furious 9 is coming out on what june 25th that's correct yes so here's the thing that's great. If you are if you are a Fast and Furious fan, this is an A-plus for you because we're going to go through the whole movies and you're going to relive your favorite memories. If you're not an F-head and you're like, I wish I was an F-head, who could make me an F-head? You got the, you know, we're not, I guess we're not the Tubies, but we got Chuck and Brad here. We're going to fill in b We're going to fill in our you know, fan base, the Tubes, and say, here's the entire story. You don't need to go back and watch the movies. We're saving you time. Every movie is like two and a half hours. That's true. And there's a million of them. And you can just listen to this podcast and you'll get the entire story and be caught up to go see Fast Furious, Fast Nine no, it's just called F nine. F nine. Fast and Furious nine, aka
1: F nine in theaters
0: on June twenty fifth. All you need is this podcast. Yeah,
1: you can go with your friends. But what if you're on a date and they're like, Oh, I'm a big F head? Yeah. And you're like, Oh man, I really want to impress my what date. What if you're
0: on a date uh-huh. and you know that the only thing you read it in her in her okay Cupid profile, the only thing that can impress me is an F head. Giving me some straight up facts and fast and furious <laughs> knowledge. Maybe I'll quiz you, maybe I'll ask you about certain plot points. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get to home base, baby. Like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a guarantee. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> you listen if to
1: these- if if you run into that specific <laughs> OK Cupid profile and they say that specific line. Do you remember
0: that OK Cupid actually has a lot to do with us do. liking this? I do. Wow, we're gonna get into that. Wow. Yeah. And I will say this, you know. We're not guaranteeing that this has to be split into two podcasts, but it's likely that this is going to be a two-parter. I will guarantee it. <laughs> I don't know, we'll see. We'll gonna, see if we can fit be it here all for in. Quite a while. All right, so we're recording this a little bit early, so we don't have a lot of uh, current like show news. I don't have, you know, my current projects because I don't know exactly what's going to be coming out at this time. We're a little bit ahead of schedule. Um so we're going to get right into it, man. Um Bilal, where can everyone find you on Instagram?
2: Um Instagram you can check me out at uh, B Lau Media Works, yes. or you can check out my website at Brian Photography.
0: There you go. Me and B Lau have been working together since you know 2003. I don't know what oh, yeah. when was oh, it. Oh yeah, it was a good year. We went to high school together. Then we went to Rhode Island College together yeah. for film, and then The early aughts. Yeah. So we and, we, and that's senior discount started doing videos probably in 2004. So we probably started working together around that time. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, doing film projects and stuff like that, uh, which continues to these
2: days. And uh, yeah, B-Low's a great guy He's been on, I don't know how many episodes in the past I don't know, I was thinking at some <laughs> point We're going to have to do a uh, franchise flashback Of just you and the podcast of, yeah, of, yeah, of this series you,
0: Do you know that if you go to Chuck and Brad Podcast Slash Brian Lau That it'll bring up like a profile of you And all the episodes you're on Wow, wow. Did you know that?
2: I, I may You may have told me that at some point
0: look a, Chuck
1: worked <laughs> work really hard <laughs> to get that functionality up and running
2: that's pretty good. Wow. Wow. It's quite a flattering photo of me as well. <laughs> do you remember that day? <laughs> yeah, I do. That was the ice cream barn, wasn't yeah, it? Not? It was. Yeah.
0: It said so up to up to October of twenty eighteen, you had been on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight Nine, ten, eleven, twelve episodes. So you've wow. probably you've probably been on quite a few
1: more since then
0: because it's been almost yeah. you know, two and a half years. So,
1: so if you're on an OK Cupid date with a Lau head and they're like, hey, how many times has Lau been on the Chuck and Brad Podcast?
0: Just go to Chuck and Brad
1: Podcast.com
0: slash hyphen Lau and you'll see all of his appearances. There you go. Um, all right, man. I'm glad you came in for this. Same. So what is so what is your uh your knowledge of the Fast and Furious franchise going into this?
2: Well, it's funny. Um, so like I said, I've seen the first two movies. I believe. Right. Uh, yes, yes. And I. But you, you're recall- aware
0: that it changed at some
2: point. Well, yes, yes. This and is what I wanted to ask you. Ca- kind of like Brad, I had. I feel like I saw the first movie several times. I think I wrote a college paper on mm. on that movie. Wow. I don't I don't re- remember the the contents of it at all. Right. But, uh, beyond that, I know that. The uh, probably passed somewhere in, along the fourth movie, it changed yes. the tone. Like yes. It kind of came became self-aware, Yes. From from correct. Right. And they said, hey, we're an action movie, and we're just going to lean into that.
0: Yes, yes. They completely changed what they were doing. It's a, quite a strange thing. We're going to get to it when we get there, but uh, it's a fun time, and I think you're going to walk away with a lot of appreciation for Mr. Right. Mr. Diesel and Mr. Walker, R.I.P., Alright, you ready Brad? I am. Let's start this. It's a franchise fla- flashback for Fast and Furious. This is going to be extremely comprehensive. We looked up every chapter. And on my side, there are 16 chapters in the story so far. It's a lot of chapters. <laughs> I figure we'll get up to Fast Five in the first episode. That's, that's what I had planned. Alright, cool. So the first thing we're going to talk about is we're going to acknowledge that there are two movies in 1939 and in 1955 called Fast and the Furious. Get out of here. Yeah. And
1: let's see, Brad. What do you say? What, what, are, what are those movies about? You'd think I would have had that looked up. Here yeah. Go. I got it. Uh, Fast and Furious 1939 is an American mystery comedy film directed by Busby Berkeley. Of course. Uh, basically, a husband and wife sleuthing du- duo sell rare books in New York and dream of taking a vacation to escape the sweltering heat of the city. They go to Seaside City, uh, where, where their friend Mike Stevens is managing a beauty pageant, and the husband has been asked to judge this beauty pageant. The wife is unhappy. There's a murder, and uh, the beauty pageant-running friend is uh, arrested for for this murder, and the husband and wife are like, no way did he do it. We have to uncover the the, mm-hmm. the crime, the, the culprit. So they uh, is, do that. It, what, is it about cars or not really? Not about cars, no. Not at all? Nope. Wow, okay. All right, so then what's 1955,
0: <laughs> Fast and Furious? Hang on.
1: Let me get the other tab open here. You're going to be quite – I found a reason that they're connected. Yes. I don't know if you did. Uh, Charged with a murder he did not commit, truck driver Frank Webster has broken out of jail. While on the run and the subject of radio news reports, he's cornered in a small coffee shop by a zealous citizen who is suspicious of the stranger. He (laughs) manages to escape and as he gets away, kidnaps a young woman named Connie. They drive off in her Jaguar sports car. She provides she proves a difficult hostage, trying to escape a few times, mm-hmm. which leads him to treat her more roughly than they would both prefer. The mutual struggle soon leads <laughs> the two. <laughs> this, Wait, Brad, can you read the rest of this as like an English gentleman? Not really. This mutual struggle soon leads the two to fall in love. Oh. <laughs> Continuing to elude, please, the couple slips into a cross-border sports car race.
4: Okay, so here course, we go. Which Frank plans
1: to use to his advantage to escape into Mexico. Oh, that sounds like Fast and Furious would do that. The guys, the gang. Faber, one of Connie's friends, is wary of the new stranger driving her car and tries to learn more about Frank. Mm. During the race, Frank abandons his chance to escape when he chooses to aid Faber, who has crashed. Out of sympathy for Frank and a desire to be with him, Connie informs the police of his plan to reach Mexico so he might face trial and be acquitted. At the last moment, Frank also decides it's better to turn himself in and somehow find a future with Connie. The race ends with his imminent capture by the police. Uh, this film was, yeah, and that's it. The film okay. was based on a story by Roger Corman.
0: So you guys are thinking right now, I'm sure, You be and the listeners, okay, so is Fast and Furious somehow a loose remake of this? Why is it have, of course, why does it have the same name? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know either. I knew that there was some old movie called Fast and Furious. I found it out today. Okay. Here's the article. Here's what it says. Um, this is what producer Neil H. Moritz said in the 2015 interview. Um, after discovering the title of the 1955 movie and deciding that his other possible ideas, such as Racer X, were not going to cut it as a name for this new movie, you know, this new series when Fast and Furious was first coming out. Here's what he said. I called up the head of Universal the next morning and said, I think I have a title. I was embarrassed to say it. It should be Fast and Furious. And there was just silence on the other end of the phone. And he said, uh, maybe. And then the next, but this is like an extended, there's like five E's after B. And then the next morning he called me and goes, that title stuck with me. After striking a deal with Roger Corman for the rights to the title in exchange for the use of some of the 2001 film stock footage, the name was attached to the little film about street racing and an undercover cop when the film was released it took the box office by storm and paved the way for sequel spin-off video games and theme park rides the rest is history but the name in the the little crime movie from the 50s lives on it's name spoken by millions without realizing it even exists so it's just a cool title yeah that's all it is that's it right and here's what's interesting i was thinking about this and i'm like i guess it's okay to like take a movie that's you know 45 years old at that point in time not a lot of people are like wait a minute i thought this was a fast and furious sequel mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm suing but does this happen in any other, like, is there any other movie that's like, like, we in, just took
2: this old name. Glorious Bastards. It, it's true. I think oh, Glorious Bastards yeah. but he's and doing Django that, Unchained. But he's doing that on purpose to... To uh, hearken to the feeling. Yes. To yeah.
0: evoke. That's, a better, that, that's better than hearken. You're right. Evoke. The uh, the feeling of those movies. You're exactly. right. Yeah. It's, and it's weird because those movies, I guess when Quentin Tarantino does... Um, Foxy Brown, Glorious Bastards, Django Unchained. I guess he is kind of saying he did Jackie Brown. Oh, sorry, Jackie yeah. Brown. Yeah, I think he's kind of saying like I want to shed some light on this genre I love and this series I love and exactly. movies that are like these that I love. Yeah, he's,
2: I think he's paying homage to those films and his, right. his films are very much like a, a pastiche of the cinema that he grew up with and right. loved. Right. Yeah, cinema he grew up with and
1: loved and shots of women's feet.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, but it's weird. Like, is there anything else that's just like, ah, it's just a good title? Does that, does that exist? Or not really? Not really. Weird. Yeah. It's it's just strange, right? And it's weird because, like, you, it, this sounds like it makes sense when this guy explains it, but really it doesn't fit into any other example I could think of.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of one and I, I can't. But Nothing. I think you should name the next senior discount album Pinkerton.
0: Yeah, that that yeah. that isn't that exactly the same.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously it's too
0: current. Right. But uh, Jailhouse Blues, I don't know. What, what you know, is it Jailhouse Rock? Yeah. I don't know. Jail, do you get blues in the Jailhouse? I would. Yeah. I'd <laughs> be very sad. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. It's 2001. Is that the first one? That's correct. Yes. Okay. Brian Lau, Chuck Staton, we're just little babies toddling around. You know, running into each other in a crib. I'm already getting my AARP card. <laughs>
4: we're, we're, me
1: and B-Low are probably... Brad's,
2: Brad's looking at us to adopt. Yes.
1: <laughs> I didn't... I, they, they said you guys had to be adopted together. I did not look long once I learned that. Me and B-Low are 17.
0: Yes. So when Fast and Furious comes out, and you know, we can all speak on this, I think it came out as being like, let's make an action movie for younger people. Because I think about a lot of action movies, even ones that I love, like Con Air, The Rock, all those movies of the time, I don't want to say that they weren't geared towards our age group, but they weren't specifically geared towards our age group, you know? Um, And Fast and Furious, I think, is geared towards late teenagers, early 20s, and not people that are older. The first Fast and Furious movie.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I I feel like... uh... It's like it's, we're it's, cool. We're, yeah, like we're cool like guys. Point point, break, point uh, break. With Keanu Reeves. Kind is of similar, where it was an it's action the Same movie, story. Uh, yeah, it's aim, aimed at younger people. And, yes. Um, this is aimed at younger people who also happen to love cars or, or right. street racing. Mm-hmm. Or whatever.
0: Well here's here's the thing though. I don't think it is. I, that's that's what's interesting, is like I'm sure that B lab might agree. We didn't love street racing. No. <laughs> had, no. I know if it is. Young people
1: racing. and street racers. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean maybe like people who who gearheads People
2: yeah, who yeah, love yeah cars. maybe, maybe, maybe gearheads, sure. Culture a little bit. Yeah. yeah,
0: maybe, maybe. um But I do think they tried to make an action movie for young people. So the reason that it probably resonated at least a little bit with all three of us is just that it was like a new cool movie. And I will say, it's barely
1: an action movie. Looking yes. back, yeah. it's
0: like a, it's like a racing movie, right? You know, there's a lot of butts. Right? There's some cute girls in yeah, there's it. There's a lot of butts in, in flash franchise, which is great. There's a lot of flashing lights. It's nighttime. All the roads are slick, and the cars are brightly colored, and there's a lot of like, you know, it's fun. Um, and I think that that's the explanation. It's just like, it was just a new thing. Like, you know, none of us were going out and getting Fast and Furious tattoos, but it's like, hey, you want to go see Fast and Furious? It's like, yeah, cool. And that's what I think. And I think it's funny that you wrote a paper about it, and you still never even watched any of the other movies.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I don't know. <laughs> I know. I hear you. I hear you. That can happen. Um, I can't even explain like by the time I got back into Fast and Furious, I just looked at it as like something I'm completely disinterested in. But for the first movie, I definitely like liked it, like overall. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So let's go through, let's see, where does this series start, Brad? Give us give it give us a story. Do you
1: remember the story that well, Bilo? Um, vaguely, right, sure. You know, it starts. Uh, there's a semi truck driving through the desert. Yes. Three cool cars come up, and they uh, drive cool, and uh, Oof, that's what I like. And they that's like, how I drive, and drive underneath the talk. truck. I got into a
0: car accident yesterday. Yep. Did you yeah. precision yeah. driving cool? My first one. I was driving. I thought I was driving smart, but I got hit. Really? I was. I was parked in the Barrington uh, Starbucks parking lot. Yep. And uh, as you know, it's one way going in. I was backing up. My head was turned in the direction of the cars that are coming. It hit from the other side. Wow. From a car backing up. To, oh,
2: double backup. Yeah. So oh. it was
0: quite a, you know, it's tough. We were going really slow, though. There was really no damage. But still. My Traumatizing. Heart, my heart was pounding. Yeah. I call myself Vin Diesel for
1: the rest of the day. Yep. Yeah. And I made Brad call me Mr. Diesel. I, and I did. <laughs> I, did. I, did. <laughs> yeah, kind of I didn't answer any text unless you referred yep. to me as that. Uh, so the, the the cars are driving. Yes. They they rob this truck, this yes. semi-truck, uh, full of electronics. Mm-hmm. We never see the identity of the drivers, but it's a precision heist done by precision drivers. Wow. Next day, uh, we we see the LAPD and FBI mm-hmm. send Paul Walker, playing Brian O'Connor undercover, and they're like, oh, we've got an undercover agent. He's going to infiltrate the street racing circuit. He's going to find out who's robbing these trucks and right. stealing these electronics. So he's at Toretto's Deli. Uh, talking with Jordana Brewster who plays Mia uh Mia Toretto. Right. And uh you know, he's kind of flirting with her and she's like, "You know, you keep coming in here, why, like the food's not good, why would you come in here?" And you know, she's Jordana Brewster, so really seems like you're answering your own question there. Yeah. And uh you know, they uh they they flirt and they chat and then huh. So they have, so so you know,
0: spoiler alert, Vin yep. Diesel's name is Dominic Toretto yep. in this movie. So Toretto's diner or whatever it is, Toretto's deli. Deli, yeah. Is owned by like Vin Diesel's family with Jordana Brewster. It never comes back. It never comes back. It's like they they a, a big part as you'll find out is their family and like this is where they grew up and blah, blah blah. But they never bring back the deli. They don't. They should end the series with a deli.
2: They should. Oh,
0: the, the, what if they call it the Fast and Furious deli? That'd be weird. Yes, because they shouldn't know
4: about <laughs> no, the name,
1: right? They shouldn't.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Delis aren't as sexy as they once were.
1: <laughs> New series. Uh, so the, char- the character Dominic is uh, is played by Vin Diesel. He's the head of this uh, this street racing gang. Uh, they have Vince, who's like you know kind of a, an alpha guy who's mm-hmm. kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Jesse, who's played by uh, Chad, something that we interviewed at. Uh, at oh the Comic-Con. yeah, we're friends with that guy. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Uh, Letty, played by Michelle Rodriguez, and she's the badass chick. Oh. And uh, basically, they you know they 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 go to the street race, and uh, Brian. You know Paul Walker wants to wants to race against Vin Diesel, and he's yes. like, I'll, "I'll bet you my car mm-hmm. that I can beat you." And so they're in the street race, and they're the final two, and Paul Walker's car, you know, malfunctions in, in some form or fashion. Vin Diesel beats him and he's like, "Oh no, I lost my car like and I'm not even like in the street racing circuit now mm-hmm. the, the, the police are gonna be so mad. And uh, then the police show up and right. they bust the raid and everyone's fleeing and they're trying to get Vin Diesel. You know, he's done prison time in the past. He, he doesn't want to go back. Doesn't want to go back to right. prison. Mm-mm. So, uh, so the, the cops are chasing him down, pulls up to save him, Paul Walker. Oh, wow. So Vin oh. Diesel's like, wow, thanks. Uh, and they drive back to a party at Vin Diesel's house. Yes. And uh, his, uh, his, his buddy, the, the jerk, mm-hmm. is like, uh, we, we looked, or he was like, what are you, why, is, why is that guy here? They keep calling Paul Walker Buster. Buster. Yeah. That's their mean ma- that's buster? their mean name for him. Yeah, they're like, why is the buster here? And Vin Diesel says, because the buster kept me out of cuffs.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Vin Diesel is now standing up for Paul Walker, yeah. who we know is an undercover cop. Yep. Where and does this in- take place again? LA. Mm-hmm. LA. Yeah. And it's, you know, we it's know the kind of
2: West Coast term.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Buster. Yes. Yep. And we know that, you know, we're heading towards disaster because Vin Diesel is forming a bond with Paul Walker, but he's an undercover policeman. Yep.
1: Yes. Yes. It's a good setup. It is. So Paul Walker shows up with like an old crummy car mm-hmm. and he's like, eh, here's the 10 second car. And Vin Diesel's like, this isn't a 10 second car. They're like, we can rebuild it together. And like they look into each other's eyes. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so, you know, Paul Walker's dating Jordana Brewster and they're reassembling this car and Paul Walker's still trying to figure out who's behind these electronics heist. He thinks it's a rival gang run by Johnny Tran. Johnny Tran is the bad guy in this movie. So they break into Johnny Tran's warehouse in the middle of the night, and they find stacks and stacks of DVD players. Wow. This so is what had wow, been heisted. Valuable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Digital versatile time. disc players. Yes. And, uh, you know, the the trans show up, et cetera. Johnny Tran. Yes. Just to be clear. Yep. Um, <laughs> Gang. He, uh, so he, he. I'm just making sure. He tells the FBI. He tells the LAPD. Hey, Trans Warehouse is full of DVD players, and they're like, "Oh my God, the street market on those must be trillions of dollars." Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they always will be. DVD will say. never die. <laughs> yes. DVD will never die. I remember when he got that tattoo. Yes. So, uh, so Johnny Tran is arrested in front of his whole family, and uh, then they learn that all those DVD players that were stored in the garage mm-hmm. had been purchased legally. Mm -hmm. Whoa So Johnny Tran Not behind these hijackings Right Uh, Then they go off For some reason Paul Walker and Vin Diesel And their crew Go off to Race Wars This big Like drag racing event In the desert And our pal Jesse Played by Chad What's his name Mm Mm-hmm Bets his car, his Volkswagen Jetta, against Johnny Tran. He says, Johnny Tran, if you beat me in this race, I will give you my car. I'm racing for pinks. They race yes. for pinks. Yes. Jesse loses. <laughs> Johnny Tran. And, and then he's, Jesse's he's, our friend. He's so scared. That's he's, the guy that we interviewed. He's like, I have to drive away. I have to drive away. I, like, my dad's going to kill me. When we interviewed him, he was a little
0: shifty. You think of that? Well, he's a ghost hunter now. so He that's... became a ghost hunter, but he was a little shifty. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have him on my Fast and Furious team. Well, you always need a jittery one, though.
1: Yeah, you, well, this I think what happens to jittery ones is about to happen to this character. It does. <laughs> he uh, Johnny Tran is like, hey, you got to get your guy to give me that car. I want it fair and square. And also, hey, why'd you report me to the police? Mm-hmm. And uh, Vin Diesel's like, I didn't report you to the police. They fight. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Later that uh, they, I, I believe they do a drive by on the house. Um, drive by shooting. The, the, Johnny Tran and his gang dr- do a drive by shooting. On Vin Diesel's house and they kill Jesse. Oh, tragically. Yeah. Although although That's I, a shift I, I think we pointed out in the interview, you never see his body. So Ooh. We do we said that to him on stage. Yes. Yeah. Um so you know, they're they're bummed about it. But later that night, Vin Diesel and his pals, you know, dress in all black and leave the house. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Hey, Paul Walker, uh, we're going out just somewhere. Uh, we'll see you later. Mm-hmm. And Paul Walker's like, That's uh there's a shipment of DVD players coming through the desert tonight. Yeah. So he follows that, or he he tells Jordana Brewster like, "Hey, I'm an undercover cop. I'm here investigating your brother. The truck drivers are now arming themselves. So to protect mm. your brother, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow them and right. try and stop them from committing this heist." And they drive out. The you know bunch of more cool driving, driving under cars, whatever. Yes. Well, the truck driver now has a gun and he shoots at Vince. He wounds Vince. Mm-hmm. He runs Letty off the road, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Yes. And then uh, Paul Walker catches up with them, mm-hmm. and he has to radio in to save Vince's life. Yes. He has to radio in and say, I'm a police officer. Right. And he's, like, making eye contact with Vin Diesel as he does it. He's like, I'm a police officer. This is where I'm at. Please send an ambulance right away. So Vin Diesel finds out he's a police officer. Wow. And Vin Diesel feels emotionally stabbed in the back. Mm-hmm. Not physically. Yep. Yeah. Um, Although I mean, he just got shot. I did. Yeah, I did skip ahead at some part. but we'll, yeah. It's okay. So... um. Everyone leaves... Like, Brian... Uh, sorry, Paul Walker doesn't arrest anyone. Yeah. They they leave. They go back to the house. Mm-hmm. Paul Walker shows up at the house. He's like, hey, Vin Diesel. Like, I'm so sorry. I have I have to arrest you. Like, I wish I didn't, but I, I do. And Vin Diesel's like, no, like, you can't arrest me now. I have to go protect our friend Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's going to look after him. And so... And then Jesse shows up at the house, and he's like, please, Vin Diesel, please help me. And then Johnny Tran does the drive-by and kill Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also shoot his car. Uh, so... Paul Walker and Vin Diesel chase Johnny Tran mm-hmm. and uh, and his pal on their motorcycles uh and killed them. Yes. Kill both the guys. Yes. And then Paul Walker goes after Vin Diesel. Uh they finally get to a thing where they're like, "All right, th- those train tracks are a quarter mile away." Oh yeah. The train is coming. Yeah. Let's 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 race for it. Yes. And uh and they race and a truck pulls out and Vin Diesel's Dodge Charger hits it sort of crazily. Flips over, barrel rolls a couple times, just mm-hmm. like Marty McFly would have done. Yes, if right. he
0: had made the right race in Back yeah, to the Future Three. Yeah, if if, if he, he had let needles taunt him. Yeah, if he let Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers taunt him. Yep. Uh, who else is in that car? I, I always know. wanted to believe it was the rest of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but it's, it's definitely not. not. No, no, it's not. No.
1: Dang. Uh, and so then uh, Vin Diesel's like, "Well, I guess you, I guess you're going to arrest me now." And Paul Walker's like, "Hey, I still owe you a 10 second car," and he gives him his keys. And Vin Diesel drives away. Yes, uh, because Paul Walker had let him go, and that's the end of the movie. And that's the end of the movie. So you know, post-credit scene, Vin Diesel's driving through like, you know, the desert. Right. And so,
0: what to take away from this is Paul Walker was an undercover cop. Vin Diesel let him get close, and although he did stab Vin Diesel in the back by you know Being lying cop, to him, yeah, uh, he saved Vince. <clears throat> And at the end, he let Vin Diesel go. Yep. And he, they obviously formed some kind of bond. But as of right now, there's some bad blood, I'd yep. say, between Diesel and Walker. Yes. Um, and that's the first movie. And I think it didn't even cost that much money. It made a lot of money. It was a very successful movie.
1: Um, and like we it, all said, we kind of all... Real real quick, budget, $38 million, Worldwide gross, $207 million. There you go. Successful.
0: Very successful. Very
1: successful. successful. So, yep. you know, we all watched it, but obviously...
0: We none of us got hooked. None of us were like, "Man, I gotta be into this world." We were just kind of like, "This is the cool thing of the time." So, um, next movie,
1: uh, Wait, didn't uh, Frankie Muniz didn't he buy one of the cars? He did. did? I, I think it was the Jetta that uh, Jesse's Jetta, or he he. I wow, he, he, some, people loved it. I don't yeah. I don't yeah. really yeah. get it. I I, I associate <laughs> Frankie Muniz with a Jetta, and and he was like. A competitive, I guess, street racer. Wow. Uh, for a while, and then I think he had too many, too many head injuries, and he's like, "No, it's not safe for me to drive anymore." Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's a sad Jeez. story.
0: Yes, it is. You know where he should have sat? Where?
3: <laughs> where should it. the actor <laughs> <Where> who played <laughs> Malcolm
0: have sat? <laughs> nice, good phrasing, but Thank I'm not going to take the bait. Okay, I'm better than that. No, you're not. No. He takes the bitch seat. All right. So uh, <laughs> the next the next chapter, you'd think it's Too Fast, Too Furious. Right, because it's got two in it twice. Of course. Nay, nay, nay. No, no, no. The Turbocharged Prelude for Too Fast, Too Furious. The Turbocharged Prelude for Too Fast, Too Furious is a 2003 American short film directed by Philip G. Atwell. Um, it's the first short film in the Fast and Furious franchise. It stars Paul Walker. It's a continuation to the Fast and Furious 2001, and the details and details the events prior to Too Fast, Too Furious, where runaway fugitive Brian O'Connor leaves Los Angeles in order to evade police capture. Now, here's my question. Was he evading police capture because he let Vin Diesel go away? I think so, yeah. Okay. This was released on a special edition DVD of the movie. And it was also released to select theaters
1: uh, to tie in with the theatrical release of Too Fast, Too Furious. Just It's, it's, it's six and a half minutes. Very it's, short. It's on YouTube. But basically... Uh the LAPD show up at Paul Walker's house. Yes. He figured they were coming. He left. He left mm-hmm. his badge like I don't know, on the mirror or something. Yeah. Did and he then it leave it, like a pillow under, uh, under his mattress. Them, yeah, that, uh, with, yeah. A, with, yeah. A, with, with a with a with a fake wig fake or anything. Set, tape, <laughs> <laughs> snoring, yeah. Snoring. yeah. <laughs> It was the same thing from Ferris Bueller. Yeah, yeah exactly the same. And then it, it's it's kind of like, it's basically a music video. Uh, that's Yeah, and, he doesn't talk the whole time. It's him He's dri- silent. It's him driving, like he drives through California and Arizona, and then they show like an Arizona street race. Yeah. And then he drives a little more in New Mexico, and he has to uh, do another street race, and then he has to stay at a hotel, and he meets this girl, and oh, the police are investigating his car, but the girl gives him a ride. Right. And... Then he does a a Texas street race, and I'm like, please let it be against a horse. Please let it be against... It's not against a horse, mm-hmm. although, man. That'd be cool. How great would that have been? It's tough, though, because uh, horsepower means a horse. I know. So if you had a car that was even two horsepower, you'd yeah, probably win. More power. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a horse is only hauling the weight of a horse and a person. Oh, is it true? Yeah. Oh, I never thought about that horsepower divided by weight. Yep. All right. Um. Then at Louisiana, and mm. he's, I'm like, please be racing a, a gator. Please, race. no, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. the case. Oh, that would be crazy. Yeah. And then it, and then it, he pulls into Florida. He just has to drive it in zigzags. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls into Florida, and it's like you can either take 95 north to New York or 95 south to Miami. And since we know Too Fast, Too Furious is in Miami, uh, it shows him take Miami and then it shows him like in his car at the side of the road, kind of like unsure what to do. And then he sees two like custom, uh, cool street racing cars uh, make a turn and he kind of smiles and goes to follow them. And like one is, one is Tyrese's character and, mm. and one is somebody else. Wow. And he goes to follow them. Okay. So can I just ask a couple questions? One, why was Paul Walker chosen to be part of the case? Was he a great street racer before this? I think so, yeah. Okay. I, th- I think that was basically, they're like, you're our best street racer here, okay. uh, who is who is also young enough Yeah. to fit How many fit people in do you think are policemen and street racers? Not many. Uh, you know what? Uh, probably probably some gearheads on the force. Yeah, but street racing and gearheads are not the same. Yeah, there's probably people who have all kinds of hobbies who decide to become police officers. All right. Second question. Yep. So what is Vin Diesel's... Uh... Like job. Why does he make money? Oh, he owned a garage that is uh brought up in the first movie. Okay. M- much like the deli and then never mentioned again. Okay, so yeah. is he a, is he a career yeah. criminal too? Yeah, that's how he would... Well what does it. he do? Well, he was he was heisting things. Yeah. But before that he had the garage. So that's it. So basically and, and so one would assume the it's garage. Heist the, as the garage it's DVD and the, players. Well, you know, it's two thousand one D V D players. Yeah, right. Um he had the garage and the deli, and maybe they were both failing and to make, make ends meat, mm-hmm. he decided to get into uh, heisting.
0: I always thought the ends meat was like like the end of a meat. Nope. Like to make the ends meet, no, like, like make a, meat. No, that would be to
1: make meat ends. Yeah, exactly. To make ends meat,
0: I had to like, eat meat ends. Because sometimes Brad, when he wants to <laughs> save money, he goes to Stop and Shop and they sell ham ends and turkey ends and he buys them and eats them. First of all. <laughs> Do you know about this?
1: Here you ever buy ham end? Ham end. <laughs> First of all, this is only sort of true. I don't do it to save money. I do it because they're delicious. No. Uh we were we were at Stop and Shop once and like outside the deli, they had like diced the the end of ham or chicken or turkey or whatever. And it wasn't Brad that bought it. It's the other half of this podcast. You I mean love ham ends.
2: What well, part of the animal's the
1: end? Well, like the you know the, the like the loaf is. of lunch meat? It's where the animal ends. Oh, okay. <laughs> Like the part they can't slice anymore. Essentially, what what I would call
0: booty bread, but for meat. Yeah, booty meat. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I don't want to say booty meat. Chuck loves
1: some booty (laughs) meat. I
0: I guess I love booty meat too. Yeah. But you you, like, you know, uh, like, I guess, first of all, I got to be honest, I don't really understand what cold cuts are exactly. Right. Like, is it the same as particle board, but it's meat? Kind of. So, you know how they make like a big ham? Uh, and it's like there's no bones in it, they just slice it. Yes, It's the ends that are too small to turn into a slice. I got gotcha. you. But Brad loves to eat ham ends.
1: I haven't had ham ends in, in a, a country minute. <laughs> John Hammonds. <laughs> That'd be a good da, Halloween da, costume da. when you're just a cube of ham. Yes, Everyone would get it, definitely. Yes, <laughs> yes. Judging by how well how familiar b was with the concept of ham ends, is,
0: I'm a hammond welcome yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. i didn't win the costume contest yeah. um so vin diesel career criminal but not like a murdery stabby you know a salty career right he did, he did
1: kill a guy with a wrench
0: well was it yeah, necessary
1: like, it was uh self-defense
0: yes and uh paul walker policeman yes. however paul walker ousted from the force yes because he let vin diesel go right mm. So Vin Diesel should take that into account, shouldn't he? He should. He should. He should. All right, so now we're into Too Fast, Too Furious. Whew. All, All right. right, so you didn't see this one.
2: I don't I don't no. know. I can't I'm yeah. not sure.
0: Right, right. So it's Paul, not it's not a you know
1: yeah. it's not it's not gonna blow you away. Paul Walker is uh making a living just street racing. That's his his job. is uh participating in illegal street races down in Miami. Is Paul uh, Walker a policeman again by four? He'll be a police walker uh, police officer by the end of 2. Oh wow, okay. Uh, he uh his his buddy Tej played by Ludacris, mm-hmm. uh, oh. Ludacris runs uh, a garage. Not the Tej. Tej. Yes. It's only quite, one quite e. a different one career e. trajectory. And uh so they're uh they're they're you know he's he's winning races in front of Tej uh but gets arrested. Taken into custody his former boss and, uh, and a U.S. customs agent mm-hmm. are like, we need you to go undercover to bring down this drug guy named Carter Verone. Mm. And uh, if, if you do that, we'll clear your criminal record. You can be a cop again. And they, he's like, yeah, of course. I love being a cop. Now, this is going to be a thing that they introduce in this movie that I think may or may not
0: correlate to real life. But a lot of times the government is going to come to you and say, hey, you know how you're a criminal and you have to go to jail for a million years? You're going to say, yeah, you go, if you do us this favor, we'll just forget about all that stuff. That happens a thousand times in this, in this it, series. It, it really does. And this
1: is the first time. Very, very clear mark. I want to remember this. Yes. Uh, agent Monica Fuentes mm. played by Eva Mendez. Woo! Uh, ah! she has been undercover, uh, with this, this drug guy, Verone. That man named Ludacris. And, uh, she's a customs agent and she says, yeah, all right, Paul Walker, you can come on board. Um, and Paul Walker says, "All right, but only if I can choose my own partner." And mm. she's like, "What?" And then they cut to the next scene. Uh, she doesn't actually say that, but she should have. Mm. Uh, so Paul Walker goes to uh, to uh, like a different garage, and he's like, "Hey, Tyrese, A.K.A. Roman Pierce, uh, why don't you why don't you come uh, be my partner on this case?" So Tyrese is a brand new character in the series at this point. Yes. And how does Paul Walker know him? Uh, he, uh, childhood friend that he had also at, were arrested at one point for, uh, having stolen cars in a garage. So Tyrese, what is Tyrese before this? Is he just like an actor? He was what a see? singer, a singer rapper,
0: That's what I right? thought. Yeah. 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 What is Tyrese? What's his I deal? Think,
2: yeah. I think he started as like a model. That's what I thought. In my head, he was singing. a model as well. Yeah. So he's a model,
0: true. then a singer. And then an actor, or maybe this... Yeah, yeah it's, it's wow. some
1: some combination thereof.
0: Geez, yeah. Tyrese, you've got quite the resume, buddy. And now he's part, of, you know, spoiler alert, Tyrese is like an important part of the series. He continued, he's on until this day. Yep. American singer, rapper, songwriter, actor, and model. Wow. He was in Baby Boy, Four Brothers, Transformers, and he sold 3.69
1: million albums. That's a lot of albums. Wow. Impressive. <laughs> Tyrese on top of the world. So Tyrese and Paul Walker get in a little scuffle, but then they're like, "Okay, we'll we'll work together." And they get cars, and uh, Varone is like, "I need the best drivers in Miami to be my couriers for you know." package delivery and he, he winked mm-hmm. uh he's like and then he's like packages means drugs oh boy so they uh they have like a weird test mm-hmm. like a, a race that's also a test to get the stuff and some people crash some crash into things some mm-hmm. are crashed and uh the fbi is like hey they like we're tracking these guys and they're trying to run away and you know paul walker and tyrese are just trying to win the race so at this point, they've basically said, like, Vin Diesel's not going to be in this movie. Right. Do you know why he's not in it? He didn't like the script. Is that true? Yes. Uh let me didn't see. Didn't think the script was strong enough.
0: Wow. Yeah. He was reported $25 million to reprise the role of Dominic Toretto, but he declined to return. Uh, I'm just looking this up right now. Um, he stated... Is he 25 mil? $25 million. And he's like, Nah. I started to think of the first Fast and Furious as a classic, like a rebel without a cause. If we sequelized it the way studios were doing at the time, just slapping a story together, I'd ruin the chance of that first one becoming a classic. He felt it wasn't a proper sequel, but they just so happened to attach the Fast and Furious name on it. Um, Blah, blah, blah. He said that he's citing his preference for Francis Ford Coppola's approach to sequels. Diesel would have preferred the second movie to be a direct continuation of the first. Um, Wow, that's really crazy. He said, basically, he would have done... Th- now, after years passed, he said he would have done things differently, and he said he would have fought more for revisions to the script as opposed to just walking away from it. All right, so Vin Diesel walks away.
1: Yes. Wow, that's crazy. All right, keep going. Um, so they're, uh, they they win the race, but the police show up and uh, are like, hey, we, we need to arrest you. And uh, Paul Walker's like, ah! And, and Tyrese shoots at the cops. Paul Walker you know shoots kind of over the cops cuz he's like oh, I have to pretend that I'm also yeah. scared. Oh god. So they kind of did the same story a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Um although Tyrese knew Paul Walker was a cop but didn't realize that they were being tracked by other cops. Yeah. Um So then uh for some reason uh Paul Walker and Tyrese challenge two guys who drive like cool muscle cars, like American muscle cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh they they race them for pinks and uh and they win. And decide to go on this mission to to catch Verone. Uh, they go. Let's see here. Oh, there's a a Miami detective being tortured, and he gives up. He's like, "No, you have a uh, Verone. You have a window of opportunity mm-hmm. to escape the country with all the money you've laundered." Wow. And uh, then Eva Mendez is like, "Hey, Paul Walker and Tyrese, you guys are going to be killed once you do your deliveries." And they're like, "I don't know if we should do the do the deliveries." And uh, the FBI is like, no, you're going to do them. And they're like, this is our one chance to catch Verone. And wow. He's like, okay. So they start uh, moving Verone's money, which he is laundering, um, in, you know, in, in their non-muscle cars. And the police activate early. And they try to, c- to capture these guys. And they're like, ah. And they drive to this warehouse and all these street ra- cool street racing cars drive out. It's a great like copter shot mm-hmm. of all these cars escaping this warehouse. Turns out, Tej, aka Ludicrous, yeah, put them all up to it. He arranged this plan. He's like, wow. you guys drive your your cool street cars in here, and uh, and the cops won't be able to discern which cars are yours. Like wow. a Spartacus kind of yeah yeah. yeah. And, and, and the police pull it over, and it's uh, Suki is one of the drivers from mm-hmm. an earlier race, and in one car, and Ludicrous, aka Tej. In uh, in another car, and they're like, uh oh, we didn't do anything wrong, and I'm like, what about aiding and abetting? Like, <laughs> whatever. But uh, but Tyrese and Paul Walker have escaped using the muscle cars that they won uh, earlier. Yeah, is there a cool like? Why do I think that the end of this there's a cool jump? There is a cool. We'll, at, we'll and get a helicopter. Nope. Plane. No, we'll get there. Flying car. Well, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, so then they they show up and they they're talking to Varone and Eva Mendes is there. Yeah. And Varone is like. Um, I can't believe that a customs agent would come against me. Mm. So he, like, not only did he know that Eva Mendes was a cop, but, like, a, specifically a customs agent, which seems like a weird thing to guess, but yes, whatever. Yes, yes. Um, they had guys in their cars with them, like, watching them, like, nannying them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrese had a specialized ejector seat in his car yes. uh, that launches one of the guys out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they they show up at is there at, like a giant bang. <laughs> sound. <laughs> I, hope so. I just wanted to be a spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They show up at the airfield, and uh, Verone isn't there. Oh, he has tricked them. He is is on his yacht elsewhere. Oh, okay, here we and, go. And uh, and he purposely, you know, he he's he's like Eva Mendez, You were the only one I told about an airfield. The fact that cops showed up there means that you're the mole. And uh, I'm going to kill you. And oh, she's she like, has a mole too. She does. A nice one. Oh, yeah. And and she's like, oh, I, could, I, I don't want to be mole. killed. And uh, he's like, nope, go sit in the yacht. And she's like, okay. And he's like, I'll kill you later. Yeah. Should have killed her then. Nope. Um, so, uh, so then Paul Walker shows up and Verone is like, ah, let's kill Paul Walker. Uh, Brian's, uh, sorry, Brian's ejector seat fails, but Tyrese suddenly appears and helps Paul Walker to incapacitate like the henchman Verone makes his escape on the boat, uh but Paul Walker and Tyrese drive and they're driving super fast and yes. they see a ramp and they drive off the ramp and crash into the yacht Then varone is, is there cool? with, oh, it's super cool Verone crash into the yacht crash into the yacht onto the yacht. Verone is there with a shotgun, but Paul Walker is so fast getting his gun out that he shoots Verone before Verone unloads his shotgun on them wow and uh and you know he misses. Verone is then arrested by Eva Mendez. uh Tyrese and Paul Walker get full pardons, and in return, uh Tyrese is you know turns over the money and uh you know because there was there was still money in his car right and uh Paul Walker and Tyrese are like, "Let's stay in Miami. maybe we could open a garage ha 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 and Tyrese pulls out a bunch of money that he had taken yeah uh, he's like this is what, this is what this is what we can use, and that's too fast, too furious, yes.
0: So let's just say this. I'm realizing this now and tell me this is something we all kind of missed. We're all idiots. There's kind of like around this time, maybe a, prolifer- a proliferation of like cool, youthful car stuff like Rush Hour is kind of like this. Yeah. Does Italian Job
1: fit into this? Does Gone in 60 Seconds fit into this? Gone in 60 Seconds was, I think, before this. It, it what I did mean. it a little bit because they said they wanted uh, Timothy Oliphant uh, instead of Vin Diesel. Well, do you think that that kind of stuff influenced the creation of the series? Or maybe was part of like, this is popular. I, I think cool car stuff has always... there. There's always been an, a market for it.
0: I don't know if that's... It's, is there cool car stuff outside of Fast and Furious? Yeah. I, I mean, there are scenes in other movies, but not devoted. I know, but Gone in 60 Seconds is like, you got to steal 60 cars in one night. That's pretty, pretty Fast and Furious-y. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think that there are times... Where there have been like, oh, car culture is more popular than not. Right. And I think this must have cap- been capitalizing on that. Okay.
1: What do you think? Maybe now it's it's so like there's no secondary market because the market for Fast and Furious is so big. Right. That it doesn't make sense for another- Car movie? Car movie. I think that there-
0: I think, the Love ball. I think that there were other mm. car movies though, weren't there? Like, I would Mad Max originally have been car movies? I don't know. I don't
1: know if Mad Max was. No? It's weird because Fury Road, I consider a car movie. Fury Road, which one is that? Mad Max Fury Road. Yes, me too. Yeah, 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 yeah. me too.
0: Um, But it's, it's, you know, different. Like I think of, I think Italian Job, and this sucks because there's like one more movie that I'm thinking of. It's Italian Job, Gone in 60 Seconds, Fast and Furious, and something else with a bunch of cars on the cover that are like way more about cars than a normal action movie. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that those are actually are kind of, Around the same time, is Rush Hour not really about cars? But I'm just calling it that because of Rush Hour. I've never. I if if I've, I've, I've seen Rush Hour, it's it's been
1: a long time. With,
0: really, yeah. With cars, yeah. No, interesting. I will say, Gone in sixty seconds is two thousand, and Fast and is two thousand one. So right. it probably is. They are probably going for the same market and right. and going on the same. Uh, yeah, the, the budget on Gone in sixty seconds was ninety million, and the gross gross two thirty seven, yeah. which is pretty similar to the amount that Fast yes. and Furious grossed. Um, All right, so we know why
1: Vin Diesel didn't come back. Sorry, Too Fast, Too Furious budget, 76 million. Okay. Worldwide gross, 236. So still. So it barely made more than the first
0: one, but they doubled the
1: budget. Yes. But it still made a lot more. Yes. Still, uh, you know, if if you figure double the budget. (laughs) Yes. uh, Consum's marketing still profited, let's call it $80 million. Yes. All
0: right, so now before we get into Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, we gotta take a sidetrack, Bilow. We gotta go to a little movie called Better Luck Tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Good, Brad.
1: All right. Brad, <laughs> so, Justin Lin would eventually direct a lot of these Fast and Furious films. Yes. And his first kind of big film was uh, released through MTV Films. It was uh, a, a, about some Asian American students mm-hmm. in California. Yep. Uh, kind of dealing with high school and pressures and and making some terrible choices along the way. And I think this movie would go along with like movies
0: like Joe's Apartment and jailbait and the movies that MTV was directly involved in the production of that there's only a couple of them i think yeah. it did this this experiment didn't really work right but there's a couple of these movies one of them is better luck tomorrow which is yeah. a movie i don't remember
1: yeah i uh, i watched it uh, like 3 days ago so basically you know basically it's the story of this this main guy who's he wants to get into a good college mm-hmm. but he also he likes this girl but she's dating this other guy and uh, then there's a character named han Mm-hmm. And Han is the cousin of Virgil. Virgil is the friend who's kind of a, you know, kind of a screw up. Yes. And uh, uh you know, the sex crazed screw up like yes. that that character. Um, and you know, they want to teach John Cho's character a lesson. Uh, be- John Cho is like rob my parents' house. They need a wake up call. Oh. And they're like, we're gonna give John Cho a wake up call. So they're like, John Cho, come to this garage where we're planning this heist. And John Cho comes in, and they. Uh, beat him they they rough him up a little bit mm-hmm. and then uh, he was also the romantic rival for this uh, this cute cheerleader mm. and the main guy like beats John Cho's face in with a bat Oof. and they're like oh no uh like that was too much they're like yes. we'll help you we'll help you and John Cho twitches and yeah. they're like oh no we gotta do more and so uh, you know the character like I'm sorry for spoiling this uh, 20-year-old movie for everyone, Mm -hmm. takes like a a lighter fluid soaked rag and puts it in the guy's mouth and they hold his mouth and nose shut and uh, suffocate him Mm -hmm. and kill John Cho and then bury him in the backyard. And, uh, you know, like the heists they were doing there were like, I'm going to buy, I think it was like $480 worth of electronics at a store and uh, keep the receipt and then go back in, fill up the cart with the same electronics and put return stickers on them. And then return those electronics. Wait, this is what Chuck, this, this Chuck was, did. In, this is this at is time or this is, this is what better luck tomorrow did. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then would return them and get four hundred and eighty-two dollars worth of credit. Yeah. And then that's how it started. And then got into like, let's fill out crib sheets and sell them at school. Let's start moving drugs. And so it's, it's it escalated. This, yeah, it's this yes. gang of like four or five people. Uh, with it was the main guy Virgil Han. Uh, the main guy's romantic rival, John Cho, and then the the main guy's like academic rival. And it kind of ends with like the main guy being like, you know, just living his life, uh, you know, uh, seemingly uncaring about this death Mm -hmm. that he has caused. Yeah. Uh, But it's notable because Han is a character in the Fast and Furious universe and both the actor and the director have said, yeah, yeah, it's the same it's the same character same guy it's the same guy same guy so, so this character uh, started
0: in the movie Better Luck Tomorrow right and when Justin Lin was given the reins to take over the next Fast and Furious movie which is the third one called Tokyo Drift he decided to take one of those characters from Better Luck Tomorrow and bring him into the movies
2: oh wow isn't that interesting yeah I had no idea <clears throat> and his
0: name full name Han Solo that's his name
1: it's like S-O-U-E-L-O-H really yeah are you sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's not. I thought it was Han Shu. <laughs>
0: well, that's in better luck tomorrow. They made a little, a little change along the way. <laughs> anyway, continue, Brad. No, no need to check me. No need to check the. What are you fact checking about? I just want to uh, um, let me change the Wikipedia as quickly. I just start a lot ahead. of error
1: messages over there. <laughs> it's because I, I have fat fingers and don't know how to type. You know what? It doesn't have his last it name. It says as Han
0: as Lu, also known as his alias Han Solo. S E. O U L O H, all right. That's what it is. Okay. It's a fictional character in the Fast and Furious King franchise. Nice. All right. Huh. All right. So that's so now we're bringing in Justin Lin, and what I think is interesting about this is that Justin Lin, he takes over here with Fast and Furious Three, which I would say is probably the low point in the series, right? Yeah. And what's weird is he continues on to do the big change and through it like very successfully. Um, But right here, he's taken over, and we're getting into Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Now, in this movie, we're not continuing the story of Paul Walker. We're not continuing the story of even Tyrese or Vin Diesel. It's a whole new cast, except for Ludacris, who kind of played a smaller part in Fast and to Fast and Furious, and he plays a small part in this. Is that right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And, is Little Bow Wow in this?
1: Yeah, Little Bow Wow was in it.
0: Yeah. Was we'll he... Still little at the time? I think he was really little at the time because it was 2005 or six. Because at some point he was like, guys, 2006. (laughs) I'm just
4: bow wow -wow now. now.
1: Bow wow now? Bow wow now I'm bow wow now Sorry Mr. Now No, no, no I'm not bow wow now <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: It's a whole a and whole guess,
0: vaudeville bit You guys want to hear some facts About why Vin Diesel and Paul Walker Weren't in this? I'd love to Wait, do you have any Do you have any funny facts About these movies? Uh, you know, just uh, the, the, the Herbie one Is the biggest one Yeah, that's my favorite one Yeah That's my favorite one Tell Herbie the love bug Did you say There's some implications At the end of Herbie the love bug The newer one With Lindsay Lohan Yeah I guess the love bug is, like, destroyed in some, some way, and it goes to a junkyard, and in this movie, in Fast and Furious 1, they're in the junkyard, and it has Herbie the love bug crushed in the junkyard, but is it saying, these cars are alive, and they're controlling everything? That's the question.
2: Who's asking that question?
0: The, a competent viewer. <laughs>
2: You say incompetent viewer?
4: incompetent viewer. you okay. Cons- okay. A concerned viewer. I'll kill yeah. you. Yeah.
2: Um, and then Carrie. What is it? No. What's the, what's Christine.
0: Christine. Christine. Yeah, the Christine yeah, yeah. car, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh,
2: Knight Rider shows up.
0: So. <laughs> I'm reading about... Uh, slow down, Paul. All right, I'm reading about uh, Fast and Furious 3. Why weren't Paul Walker and Vin Diesel in the movie? Uh, the film was originally written around Diesel's character, Dominic Toretto, says Chris Morgan, who wrote Tokyo Drift... Um, and every subsequent globe-trotting adventure. Oh. to so hear wrote them all. There was an open writing call for the third film, he told Uproxx. I think originally I came in and pitched, essentially it was Tokyo Drift, but it was with Vin Diesel and his character kind of had to go out and learn drifting, which is kind of a different style of racing. And there was a murder he had to solve and they said, nah, we can't do that. We have to do high school. So like I said... Aiming at a younger crowd. I think it was aiming at a youthful audience and they were like, Vin Diesel's aged out of Fast and the Furious by now. Um... Diesel had previously opted out of Two Fast, Two Furious in favor of Triple X. Um, the movie became was it what it was. Uh, Morgan, the writer, said, I was really proud of it. The audience, they came to see. It. A lot of people liked it, but it kind of did the worst of all time. Um, and it says, uh, I, that's all I got on why Vin Diesel wasn't in it, but I have nothing about why Paul Walker wasn't in it. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so they started with a new, uh, group of people, I guess, because they wanted to remain young and they said, let's just keep the name fast and furious is about racing. Who cares about the, uh, the cast almost like the way national lampoon was about comedy and not about like a continuing cast and the way that John Carpenter tried to make Halloween just about a scary movie, you know, Halloween three doesn't have Michael Myers in it. It's a completely different story and he wanted it just to be like the title um, which
1: did not work. That did not work. And it didn't work with Fast and Furious either. Not really, no.
0: All right, so let's do it. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift.
1: All right, so we have uh, Sean Boswell. I actually like this opening scene. Is yeah. it pretty cool? Yeah. Sean Boswell and uh, Clay. Yes. Uh, they're, they're American high school students in Oro Valley, wherever that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Clay is played by, I think, Zachary Ty Bryan, the oldest son from Home Improvement. Is oh, wow. is like the jock nemesis at the start of this film. Yeah, he's not the main star. He's yeah. just
0: a guy, bad guy. By and the way, the, this movie is about like a hayseed. Yep. Who like has to go to, move to Tokyo, and he's like, I can't believe I'm in Tokyo. <laughs> like that's the whole movie,
4: it's, <laughs> it's, it
0: really is. It, it he's really like, is. You know, he's like sushi. Oh my god, like that's that's really what this movie is about. It's supposed to be like a fish out of water story about this like sweet Middle East. You know, I was gonna say Middle <laughs> Eastern Texas boy, but sweet like middle. I was gonna say middle text. What am I say, trying to say? I don't know. Middle. What American. would you say for middle? Middle America. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to think of. Middle American guy, like going to Tokyo, and it's half fish out of water, as well as let's do some new takes on the street racing culture. Gotcha.
1: Um. So he is gonna race against uh, Zachary Ty Bryan. Yes. Uh. For for the affections of Cindy, like the cute cheerleader. Yes. And there, uh, it's 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 an excellent scene driving through like a, a housing development, yes. and crashing through houses. And uh, it's it's his uh, 71 Monte Carlo against Zachary Ty Bryan's 2003. So, you know, it would have been two or three years old when this was filmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dodge Viper. And it's close. It's neck and neck. And then the Viper hits a cement pipe. Uh, the Monte Carlo rolls. They both go to the hospital. Uh, and the wealthy parents, you know... Uh, Help out. Tim Allen. Right. Yes. <laughs> More power. Um, so they they help out and they their their kids get off scot-free. But you know, Sean, the the main guy, is uh he's not wealthy. He's not so lucky. And so, you know, and he said some other like driving related incidents on his record. So they say, you know what? You're gonna go to Japan and live with your dad, who's in the Navy, he's stationed in Tokyo, uh, or you're gonna go to jail. And he's like, I guess I'll go live with my dad. Yeah. Uh, sushi. Wild I call fish. this, I call this, <laughs> I call this bait. Edamame. Yes. What's this edamame?
0: What's that rabbit food? <laughs> you ever hear someone say that about like when you want to like order a salad? That is, yes. They say it's yeah. called it rabbit food. Yes. What's up with that? Yeah. What are you not eat? What are you doing? you just eating, eating
1: steak and potatoes? Yes. Come on. Um, so he's the, a little rabbit food. He, he goes over there. He makes friends with Bow Wow, who plays, uh. I think Twinkie is his character's name. <laughs>
4: he's like
1: He's like, what's cooler than Little Bow Wow? Bow wow.
4: Twinkie. Yeah, Twinkie.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Listen,
0: we got <laughs>
2: a to roll for you, Bow Wow. You know what? We went, really. to, we
0: went to a restaurant recently, and one of their desserts was a Twinkachino, right? Was that I mean, what it was something it like that. No, Twink Twinkamisu. It was twink, Twinkamisu, and it was Twinkamisu made with Twinkies. I made up Twinkachino, but Twinkamisu is stupider than Twinkachino. It really it is. is. That's- <laughs> At least it's pretty hilarious, <laughs> Twinkachino. At least it really is. Uh, well, oh, it was at that place. That restaurant was really good. Yeah, it was. We had a lot of good food there. Yeah.
1: It was at uh Cask and Pig, Cask and
0: Pig in Dartmouth, Massachusetts. It was good. I didn't get the Twinkie Masue, so I can't speak on that. Did you get a uh, Hammonds?
1: <laughs> I wish.
0: Brad was hurt. I could tell. I wish. <laughs> that comment,
4: he almost cut <laughs> me to the core. He almost put on his coat and left. <laughs> I'd love if you were <laughs> one foot out the door. I love if you said that he got and so He left. That would be so funny. <laughs>
1: I am out of here. Um. So Sean makes friends with Twinkie, and Twinkie's like, "Oh man, like racing here is different than in the states. Here they they drift," and Sean's like, "Oh, that that sounds interesting. I'm just a country boy. Yeah." I don't know how to drift. Yeah. Can you drift with a tractor? Uh, so, so <laughs> definitely can't. Sean wants to talk to this, uh, this girl, Neela, uh, but she's in a relationship with Takashi, AKA DK. And you're like, what does DK stand for? Yes. Drift King.
2: Oh. Of course. <laughs>
1: Of course. <laughs> okay. They're like, Oh yeah. So they, they refer to him as DK the whole time and I'm like, throw some barrels. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so Sean isn't supposed to drive no. on account of all the, the driving related incidents in the States. Yes. But he's like, you know what? I want to race the drift king. We're gonna we're gonna drift in this abandoned parking garage or this unused yes. unoccupied at the time, except for all the spectators. Yeah. This parking garage. A lot of spectators. And, uh, they're like, but you don't know how to drift and you don't have a car. Yeah. And, uh, who loans him his car? But our good buddy, Han. Oh, he's yeah. like, he's like, I like this kid. He's like, better luck tomorrow. Yeah. Han. you're like, huh? Han keeps. And he's like my old movie. Yeah. And you're like, huh? Yes. Han <laughs> keeps, he's, uh, he's con- constantly eating through these films. Yes. That's uh, his thing. And, and we didn't understand why, but in better luck tomorrow, he's a smoker. And so, so he's doing it to stop smoking. Oh. Yeah.
0: Isn't that interesting?
1: I don't know nice that he is, tribute. but that makes sense. No, that, I, think it's, yeah. I think they said that. I think they said that he, uh, he you know, they smoke. replaced
0: it. Yeah. It was a PG-13 series. Yes. Uh, Better
1: Look Tomorrow was very, uh, uh, oh, very- Oh, by the way,
0: Fast and uh, Furious, is it a PG-13 series? Yeah.
1: Are they not rated R?
0: They're not. Are they got one fuck every time? Yes, they do. They'll be like, Finn fucking Diesel. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I mean, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> every movie, it's the same
1: yeah.
0: one. They all mess up. Yep.
1: Um, so they uh, you know they, they go to drift Sean does not do well you, uh, drifting is a skill he <gasps> just saved us and he doesn't fucking twink <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's always a fucking and then not just a name so Twinkie's a fixture in the drift scene uh, yeah he's, he's a military brat well he's not the king yeah he's, well, not, he's obviously not the king. he's, he's the prince. like a DJ yeah, he's DP. like a drift jester <laughs> yeah, yeah right okay he's not a drift
1: popper and, no. and
0: Ludacris is there and he's like selling Nokia cell phones and yeah. video games and like uh, Walkmans yeah it's okay. weird it's weird uh, so he, he's, his career as his character Tej has made quite a change over mm-hmm. the years he basically becomes like a master hacker yeah, we'll get there <laughs>
1: Uh, Sean's like, hey, I'm are sorry. Are the
2: seats for that now with I, him selling the phone? I guess he got the you get Nokia.
1: Uh, Sean is like, hey, Han, I'm sorry I wrecked your car. And Han's like, you got to come work for me. Yep. And uh, and that makes them become friends. And Han yes. teaches them how to drift. Han, one of my favorite characters in the series. Yeah. Well, I, I will say, though, I think they all are.
0: So I don't know if I can right. say that. I love them all. All right. Well, I like him more than Jordana Brewster. <gasps> How she doesn't you? have that many attributes. Yeah,
2: you need to uh, redefine your uh, <laughs> sense of favorite <laughs> top. Let's see,
0: Vin. Yeah, Pop. it's gonna be a like rock thirty.
1: <laughs> um, so basically, Han is like, "You're the only one who will stand up to DK. So I respect you. So I'm going to teach you how to drip." You so. know that?
0: You know that Helen Mirren becomes one of the drivers, right? Oh yeah. Do you know that?
2: That's well documented. Do
0: you, do you know that? That's a real. That's real. That's hundred percent real.
1: Yeah. Not in this movie. Not in this movie. Not in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that that's true? No. She's ple- she's
0: Jason Statham's mom in this. Man,
1: you're giving away everything. <laughs> uh, you're like, do the recap, and I'm doing the recap, and you're like, let me tell you what happens seven movies I'm from sorry, now.
0: I'm sorry, I apologize.
1: Wow. All right. Um, so We've got some A-listers. Sh- yes, we do. Yeah, seriously. Uh, not in this film, though. Well, yeah. Ben Kingsley shows <laughs> <go>. up. <laughs> that um, wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, so Sean defeats DK's right-hand man, so I guess that would be uh, either... Well, yeah, I guess DP for for Drift Prince, Mm. Uh, Morimoto. Mm -hmm. Sean asks Neela out on a date, uh, learns that she moved in with Takashi's grandmother, which was why she's dating him. Mm -hmm. Oh, kind of like uh, out of convenience. Yeah, Takashi, the Drift King, beats Sean up the next day, says, stay away from Neela. Neela leaves him because of this, moves in with Sean and Han. Uh, The head of the Yakuza, who coincidentally is DK's uncle, uh, is like, hey, DK. Uh, I can't believe you let Han steal from you. I can't believe you let them, you know, take your girl. Right. Uh, So DK and his henchmen confront everyone about the thefts. Twinkie causes a distraction, allowing everyone to flee. They're they're then pursued. Then during the chase, uh, the henchman is killed in a crash, leaving DK to pursue the trio on his own. Uh, Han allows Sean to overtake him in order to hold DK off. But the chase ends when Sean and Neela crash. Meanwhile, moments after escaping from DK, Han's car is Mm T-boned, and the car explodes before Sean has a chance to save Han. Mm. Han is deceased. Heavy. R.I.P. Han. Made it out of Better Luck Tomorrow.
2: Goodbye, Han. Wow, he was your favorite character, he was only in one of the films, huh?
0: Yep, that's
1: it. Wow. And that's how it goes. The end. That's the end. Uh, Then there's an R. You know, like, they go back to the house. Also Better Luck Tomorrow. So we're not... (laughs) Mm. <laughs> looking skeptical. DK shows up. He's he's got a gun. He's pointing it at Sean. He's yes. like, "I want Neela back." The dad comes out. Stands up for his son. Dad is a navy guy. Oh, has right, a gun right. with him. Yep. Uh arm standoff and Neela's like, "Look, I'll go with I'll go with DK." Mm-hmm. Uh Sean or Sean's dad is like, "You got to go back to the states. This is too dangerous. Yes. You're you're in with the yakuza. It's it's going to be a big mess." You know what Sean says? "I don't want your Good life." Laugh. Yeah.
0: From varsity blues. It is. It's not it's not from Tokyo Drift. (laughs) He doesn't say it.
1: Uh so the dad I wish he did. That'd be crazy. The dad, the dad's like, you know what? You you did make this mess with the Yakuza. You can you can make up you can stay and make up for it. Yes. Uh Twinkie gives his You made your bed with the Yakuza, now you gotta lie in it. Twinkie gives his money to Sean to replace the money Han stole from DK. Mm -hmm. Sean then returns it to the uncle, and then Sean challenges DK to a race. Loser leaves Tokyo. (coughs) High stakes. Classic. Yeah, and the uncle says yes, uh, but that's why Brad never goes back to Tokyo. That's true. I, <laughs> the uncle The uncle says yes, you can you can race my nephew. <laughs> I love Tsuchi, <2G." laughs> but you have to you have to race on the, on Drift Mountain, basically this mountain with this road cut in, and there's all these crazy turns. Wow. Yes, and uh, it's the mountain where the only the only drifter to ever make it down the mountain successfully, Han DK. Oh, DK, and so really. Sean's at a disadvantage in this oh, race. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so they restore... Uh, Sean and Han's crew restore Sean's dad's 67 Ford Mustang to drift specifications. Which is... I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, on the mountain, crowds gather to see the race, and everyone's watching it on their like flip phones. Like 2006-era oh, yeah, flip yeah, phones. Yeah. And they're watching the whole race. And uh, DK takes the lead, but... Sean's hard work and training lets him make up the advantage. Takashi, DK, is ramming Sean's car. He's like, oh, I got to cheat to win. I'm going to win. He eventually misses, drives yep. off the mountain. Sean crosses the finish line. Yep. DK's car almost falls on him. The uncle keeps his word, lets Sean remain in Tokyo. He is christened the new drift king. Wow. Wow. So uh, so things are going pretty great, and then Sean's. Uh, well, they also they mourn Han, don't they? A little bit, yeah. They mourn Han, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're sad, and then uh, and then they're because he's dead.
0: He's, yes. dead. Yeah. he's dead. he's dead, clearly. He's just dead. Yep, dead as a doornail. Don't ask any questions about it. Don't call me. I'll fax you the funeral receipts. Right, receipts.
2: Uh, so you see a smoldering body. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, no. you know, you see, you see
1: some smoldering. Um, you see the smoldering wreck of the car, and uh, you see. We're we're in a parking garage again, same parking garage, you know, it's where they where they drift race. Yes. And uh they're like, hey, this guy's uh this guy's been been beating people all over Asia and he wants to race you, Sean. Yep. And Sean's like alright, uh, I guess I will well, take heck. that. Yeah. Well, well, heck, who is he? Well, spit in my pig and call me a farmer. And he, uh, he loves sushi now. Yeah. he's uh, like,
0: he, eat, he even, he even it, eats raw like livestock. Like yeah, pigs he, and
1: cows and they're like, no, 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 just a fish. He's you know, mainlining fish. wasabi. He put wasabi in his car instead of nitrous. He ate a raw ham end. And that's how he came <laughs> yes. to his, his ham end.
2: Ham end maki.
1: But this, you know, this this <laughs> mystery maki. this mystery I have a ham and hand roll. <laughs> This mystery racer wants to challenge Sean. Yep. Sean looks over. Who is it?
4: Vin fucking Diesel.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, oh
0: Dominic Toretto. It goes, Vin fucking Diesel. And then it pushes in and he goes, wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, wait. <laughs> they pull back and they're like, Dominic Toretto. Yeah. Uh yeah. and that's where it ends. Yes. With uh Dominic Toretto, who has been racing people all over Asia, according to uh, I think Bow Wow had said it. Yes. Um and uh and now he's there. So that's his appearance. In this film, so you didn't talk that much about Tej, aka Ludacris. It's not really in, in the, the Public bathroom. It's not really in the wherever Wikipedia you want it. synopsis. I don't. I don't get the reference. level lover, gonna tap that ass soon. I, I again, you, you could be saying Ludacris. You could be reciting <laughs> Fifty Cent lyrics. I don't know Fifty Cent. All right, you could be reciting Digital <laughs> Underground lyrics, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> All right, keep going. Um No, that's that's it. That's so, he, that's so Ludacris
0: only... is really not heavily featured. No, that's okay. No. He's just a little link. And then Big Diesel is the big link. Yes. Right. Big Diesel is what he asked to be called on the set of this film. Okay. So we walk away from this movie. Who knows? God knows where Paul Walker is. He's friends with Tyrese. That's all we know. Yep. Uh, Vin Diesel is is now beating this guy. Vin Diesel,
1: is he looking for Paul Walker? Does he say something like... He doesn't. He's just been winning races all over Asia. You sure? And now he wants to race against the Drift King. You sure he doesn't say like, I'm looking for Brian O'Connor? Yeah, because they edit it in a different film. Oh, they do. Yeah. Okay, so they that's ch- why they I changed think that- some
0: of Bow Wow's lines. Yeah. Ah. Okay, so they yeah. eventually retcon this. Yes. Okay, so that's where we're leaving this movie. Han has joined the team and is died. And he's dead. Yeah. Completely he's dead. Sorry. Dead. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Now, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. It's really just for the people that like the series, like 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 street racing. They're not really, you know, you don't really have a lore to follow. Um, it's just kind of capitalizing on the name. And it's pretty
1: pretty, you know. Simple story. Yes, where it's it's fish out of water gets in trouble with the the, the alpha. Yes, in the water. Yes, you no, know, out of the water hmm. and uh, on land. I guess right, big fish, little pond, and, and has to like learn and adapt and overcome and make right. friends and and eventually yes. beat the person on land, develop legs, and yes. evolve into a mammal.
2: Now, great metaphor. Yes. Okay, well, let me ask you this before yes. we proceed. Yes, so with it not serving the overarching story. Mm. that well right? Is the drift element and the, the Tokyo aspect of it the setting does it make it like a, a memorable movie or does it just feel I think of-
0: I, I think from a you know it's weird because I think about action movies and I really do consider action movies to be artistic even, even if like the plot is not great or the characters aren't super well developed I still look at stunts and action uh, concepts as an important part of it like if you look at the history of like Jackie Chan films They came up with all the stunts and they kind of wrote the story around it. And so the story is secondary, but the memorable stuff is the stunts. And there's a lot of big stunts in movies that kind of like, like a, you know, mainstream movies that also kind of define like parts of the movies, like the dark Knight, where they flip the semi truck and different things like that over the years. And I'd say from a standpoint of like on the racing end, how do we make this different and bigger I do think that the Tokyo drifting stuff was really right. cool, yes, um, and I will say that the movies, starting I guess with this, kind of came they they kind of joined it to the James Bond thing of like, well, what if we change the setting drastically every yeah. movie? which I think is another thing that's kind of interesting, the globe trotting aspect of these movies. So those two things were added, and maybe. You know, if I'm the writer of this movie and they're saying, you can't bring back the original cast, you got to keep it young, and we're going to kind of continue this until the wheels fall off, no pun intended, Mm. um, until the ends fall off. Ah, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) That's a (laughs) metaphor I understand. (laughs) Um, We're going to keep this going, and we're not going to keep the main cast, so what you have to do is figure out a new setting and new action stuff. I think from that standpoint, it's pretty cool, but I still would kind of consider it almost... I don't want to say low budget, but it's not like a big budget action movie. Yeah, it was not, it like was an not low. It was
1: not low budget. Eighty-five million made one hundred and fifty-eight million, so probably a loss okay. for the studio. It's probably a loss. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I, again, if if you figure double the cost of,
0: you think it's always double?
1: I, uh, you know, that's a uh, the yeah. rule of thumb. I know, I know. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go out on a limb and say
0: it probably made its money back, especially on DVD and everything. Yes. But I bet it was a huge drop from the success of the previous two movies. And this is probably where they had to make a decision of like, well, do we, you know, what are we we doing here? We we just made a sequel with none of the main cast that barely made back its money. Why are we doing this? But for some reason, they continue and do Fast and Furious, which is just called the fourth one is just called Fast and Furious. The first one's called The Fast and the Furious. Fourth one is just called Fast and Furious. They decide to move forward. Do we know why they decide to move forward, even though the movie didn't make that much money?
1: Um, I think they they said basically the, the concept has legs, um, but let's let's kind of change the the focus. Yes. Or the foci of following films. Yes. Uh, let me see, Let me let me just pull up the Wikipedia real quick and see if. Uh, um, ba- All right, here anything. we go. Uh, away from the franchise, Diesel had made a string of box office or critical flops. Blah there blah you blah. Go. Here, that's why. After discussions with Universal. So is he a producer on the series at this point? Uh, if, if not, he, I think that what
0: happened was when they made the first movie and it was really big, I think Paul Walker and Vin Diesel became producers in the series. I believe that. I think that that's true. Or maybe they even just held some of the points at the box office because at the time the movie was a risk and they said, well, if it does really well, you're going to get paid this much, but if it does well, you're going to make
1: more. What do you say? Anything like that? It just seems like he, uh... Like Vin Diesel was like, oh, I, I think we can we can do more with this franchise. Yeah. Okay. Um, he and Neil H. Moritz and Justin Lin were like, okay, let's let's kind of change what it's about. Yes. And uh, let me see here. But here's Pro- a funny thing. Pro- producer Neil H. Moritz, Vin Diesel, and Michael Fattrell. Okay. On Fast and Furious.
0: So here's here's an interesting thing though. Before we get into Fast and Furious, we got another short film. Yes, we wow. do. Wow. I, I have no idea. Called Los Bandoleros. It's a 2009 American short film directed, co-written, and co-produced by Vin Diesel. It's the second short film in the series. It stars Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Soon Kang, who is Han Solo, uh, Tego Calderon, and Don Omar. Uh, it details the events of prior to Fast and Furious where runaway fugitive Dominic Toretto, Vin Diesel, plots to steal oil from a tanker in the Dominican Republic. This was released on July 28, 2009. Um, probably online... Lo- oh, you know what? So... This is one so universal owns the rights to fast and furious and jurassic park they're the two biggest series from universal and they have they are kind of known for doing in between uh short films of their movies to link them they actually did a new jurassic park film that aired what was it what did it air on it like it had like a a premiere on like a channel and like tnt or tbs or something like that Mm, i think it was tbs and it was like a 25 minute yeah uh move like you know short film that took place after the last jurassic world and it was awesome it's basically just showing the world like regular stuff regular people in everyday lives and how the dinosaurs are getting out and it's all there's all found footage stuff of people's uh-huh. houses it's, it's actually i think it's really well done um but that's probably why it's because universal probably has this overarching belief that maybe they can make these side things to keep people's interest up, you know? It's a good idea. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's really cool. Marvel did the same thing for a while called Marvel One Shots, where they linked the movies with a short film only available on the Blu-ray afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of stopped doing that because of the way that home media changed. Alright, so do you have the synopsis
1: of Los Bandoleros, Brad? Well, I watched it today so I can try and do it from memory. Oh, do it, yeah. Um, it starts out with... Uh, Who's a Leo? He's, uh, he's... He will eventually join the gang, uh, but... So he, this he, is a new character? New character in the Dominican. He's in jail.
0: Okay, and I like this guy. And, this and
1: he's kind of going around, and he's he's like, things are going to be different. Uh, people have suppressed, like electric cars or cars don't need gas. It's like the people who control the fuel are the problem. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and then another guy, not Leo, the other one, um, Omar. Yeah, is like they're these two guys that come into the series
0: around now that are kind of, you know, they're not celebrities, and they actually don't really have big storylines in the movies. They just kind of help out, right?
1: But they're good guys. Yeah. I, I think they're funny. Yeah. Uh, he's, he runs out of gas on the way home and he's like, Oh, this is so tough. Like, uh, yeah, he's like, uh, like it's, it's just so hard to get gasoline.
0: (laughs) It's, it's so funny that this series is
1: going to a place where part of the storyline is like, we hate gas. (laughs) Well, it's not that they hate gas. It's that it's that they don't have easy access access to to it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they sit around, uh, or he, he goes to find, uh, you know, somebody's working under a car. Oh, who could it be? Vin fucking diesel. Wow uh and uh and so he talks to them then who should show up but han wow han shows up in los bandoleros which is supposed to link three and four
0: but but it's okay (laughs) hold on hold on
4: well hold on on. i'll figure it out i'll figure it out
1: i'll say it is unclear when this happens in relation. I was going to ask you that. In, 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 in relation okay, to. Okay, so here, here's, let's. let's like, uh, it's not like they say, hey, this is after Tokyo Drift happened.
0: So let me just say this. In four, Han is just alive with no explanation. And in five, Han is just alive with no explanation. No one's acknowledging the fact that he died in three. Okay. But eventually there is an explanation. So, and, you know, spoiler alert. I, I said, basically, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, because it didn't include anybody, took place sometime in the future. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. So he died, and you have these characters that no one ever saw: the Hayseed, the Drift King, all these people that are not part of it. And then they do four and five and whatever six, and then three takes place. Okay. So right now, three, you know, in the chronological timeline of our lives has come out in theaters and we see right. the story play out. But in the story of the Fast and Furious world, I guess it hasn't happened yet. Right. So
1: this is really linking kind of one and four because Vin Diesel's still right. on the run. He's, he's living in the Dominican. Right. I have a question. Yes. So if Fast and Furious 3 takes place, place after Fast and Furious 6. Yep. Why do they have terrible cell phones in Fast and Furious 3? Well, that's one, of, that's
0: one of the questions is why is he selling Nokias? But more importantly, what is Vin Diesel doing in Tokyo at that point in time?
1: Did they ever explain it? Uh, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. With like a throwaway
0: line. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. So this movie essentially takes place after Fast and Furious. This short movie, Los Mendeleros, takes place after Fast and Furious One. Yep. Yep. Go for it. So
1: well, so Vin Diesel's working on a car. Yeah. They find Omar talks to him. Han shows up. He's like, "Who's this guy?" Uh, and you know, Han's flirting with someone else and whatever. Hell yeah. And. uh... Mm and they all eat dinner together, which is a, a theme throughout the Fast Furious films. They say grace before they do. Yeah,
0: like, that's, one of the, that's one of the big things in this, it becomes a big thing, is they're all a big family. They're like, we rob everybody, we kill all the bad guys, we get a lot of pardons. You don't turn your back on family. A, yeah. You don't turn back your back on family, and, well, Paul Walker did turn his back on family. Yeah, Hold well. on, but we have a big barbecue at the end of all the killing and the murder and the pardons. Yeah, And sometimes you find out about the pardons at the barbecue and it just makes it even better. Yeah, That happens. It's a nice barbecue. <laughs> What would happen if when the Rock does that? What would happen if he arrested Diesel?
1: I would be weird. Like, uh, okay,
0: well, we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: So they uh so so you know they they eat dinner and then they're like, all right, we're gonna go talk to this uh this criminal overlord tonight, and uh they go talk to him. There's some butts. It's nice. Yeah. And uh, the Tell criminal overlord is like, look, I I control the fuel when it gets like when it's still at the port or whatever, mm-hmm. but before it gets to the destination. I have no control over what happens when it it, like after it leaves, whatever happens, happens. So if anybody were going to rob that tanker of oil, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to it as long as it doesn't happen Mm -hmm. when it's in the port. And and Vin Diesel's like, I get what you're laying down. Mm -hmm. And Vin Diesel's then hanging out with uh, with two, you know, ladies of the night who walks in. Michelle Rodriguez, oh, aka she's not, Letty, she's not happy about that. She is not. She's like, oh, I knew. I, I think her line was, uh, "I knew how to find you. You just have to follow the scent of skank." Ooh, nice. Yeah, and so, ouch. He hasn't. You know, pers- what did the skanks think about that? They were not happy. <laughs> Vin Diesel ah, leaves, our, leaves our with Michelle Rodriguez. They're driving down the road. They're... She said the smell of the stench? <laughs> I, think I think odor. Why Aroma? would stench be so much funnier? <laughs>
2: stench is a funny word.
4: I can't figure. I can't even picture Michelle Rodriguez saying stench. Can I have to you? follow the stench and <laughs> try it. Yeah. <laughs> the stench is cake. Razororor's
1: autobiography. Yes. <laughs> That's a joke from last week. Yes. <laughs> Uh, they they drive. They get handsy. They smooch a little bit. She sits Who on. Who does lap. all the skanks? No, Vin Diesel and, and Michelle Rodriguez. Why would the skanks be in the car? Why would they be handsy? Yeah, because they're skanks. Oh, okay, but why would they be in the car? If right, Michelle Rodriguez yeah, is there. Yeah, uh, basically, they're rekindling the romance and reminding so us they were that they were an item. Yeah, okay. in, in the first film, um, but and, because we haven't seen them in in two films. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we need to we need to up the passion. Three films and a short film. Yeah. Well, we, that's, that's, this is the second short film. We need to up the passion <laughs> going into right uh, Fast and Furious. Yes. Got it. So that was Los Bandoleros. It's basically they drive down to a beach, they like walk into a cave, they smooch a little bit more. I mean, you know, it's 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 nice. Uh, Vin, I think it was directed by Vin Diesel, and it's probably 16 minutes of yeah, film time and four, four and a half minutes of credit. Yeah. His hand was right on her keister. Like, wow. yeah, yeah, like right in front of the camera, and I'm like, "Whoa! Wow. What do you mean? What, what are you seems talking about? graphic. Wow! <laughs> did he grab her butt? Yeah. And Vin Diesel's like, let's do the, another one. That's, way, that's not graphic. The way like, Vin Diesel did it, it was. Oh god! I was right. like, oh, you never grabbed me like that, Vin. Yeah, right. I mean, my, my, my uh, tush, not quite like, as grabbable as Michelle Rodriguez. No, is. it's not.
0: Yeah. Um, I hung a picture frame by holding Brad's tush up to it, <laughs> if it was level, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it worked so it's interesting. Brad ends so <laughs> he's a Brad end so going into fast and furious 4 aka fast and furious the series the series is taking a nosedive we're not doing well anymore kids Mm-mm. for some reason we're making another movie we're bringing paul walker back we're bringing vin diesel back
1: we're bringing jordana brewster back yeah we're, we're, we're bringing the everyone back everyone ludicrous is, tyrese what year are they is it too?
0: i think so 2009 2009 is okay. when it came out yeah um and so
1: fast and furious what do you got so we start out, with a, a, a fuel tanker mm-hmm. driving through, uh, you know, uh, maybe not a desert, but an isolated uh, patch of road. Yes. Cool, car maneuvers drive up next to it, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of like the Fast and Furious one, the way the op- same similar opening, right? Yes. Right. And uh, but now it's not DVD players. It's fuel. It's fuel. Mm-hmm. It's it's and it's to help people. It's not for their own gain. Ah, it's, Robin uh, Hood. Yeah, the Robin Hood complex. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it is the Peter uh, Pan uh, complex. Honestly, it's a pretty great action opening. Yes, the, the tankers flipping all over, people are driving under it. It's so this this is the really moment. impressive from an action film standpoint. And this, my friend,
0: well, should I get there now or should I save it? Well, here's what happened. This movie came out in 2009. I wasn't interested in, in these movies for a long time. Either it was Brad. But one time when we were on a dating app in like 2013 or 12. We,
1: we had our uh, joint profile.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did not do I w- well. I would answer half the messages and Brian would answer half the messages. We shouldn't have done it that way. <laughs> we, anyway, we saw a girl and she said, it said favorite movies. This and is a real
2: thing right this now? This is a real this
0: thing. This is a real okay. thing. And she saw, we didn't really have a split account, but no, we were course. both on, uh, on OkCupid. Okay and a girl said on her favorite movies, she put The Fast and Furious Saga. And we saw that and laughed. And this and this is, you know, like I said, 2012, 2013. And we thought that was funny that someone called it a saga because it's like to us these were like bargain bin movies. And at the time, I, you know, around the same time, I was watching TV. I was flipping through basic cable stations like TBS, TNT, waiting for the Jurassic Park short film to come <laughs> on. Six years before it premiered, and uh, Fast and Furious Four was on, which is the one we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. And this opening scene happened. And it was huge. And to me, Fast and Furious wasn't like explosions and big stunts and blah, blah, blah. It was more like racing, you know, and then small stuff. Right. And I was like, and what happens is Vin Diesel, they basically try to steal the oil. For some reason, it gets like they what they do is they they drive up to the thing and they turn the wheel. And as the cars are going, like on a highway, basically, the car spins around and it hooks onto the back of it and they climb up the thing and they're stealing the oil. They accidentally dislodge it. And it starts rolling after them down this thing, down like a ravine. They're in it and there's all mountain behind them. So it's coming at them. Vin Diesel puts the car in like neutral and starts hitting the gas and the wind starts, the the wheel starts spinning and he's trying to calculate it and he's waiting for it. And it's bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. And he puts it into drive and he drives under one of the bounces and that's how they get out. And the scene is like awesome. And I was watching it on TV and I was like, are these movies like big action movies now? And I told to Brad, I called him immediately. I'm like, what's going on here? Brad checked his files. He's like, in my head, they're filed under, you know, medium action at best. They're just street racing movies. And we watched Fast and Furious 4 and 5, which we'll get to. And 5, we were like, this is one of the best action movies we've ever seen in our lives. Both of us, right? Yes. And we were like, we didn't know that the movie series became this. We had, we just had no awareness. And it's very hard for a movie series to be like, here's our new movie. We swear we're different now. Yeah, right. you know that never yeah. happens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they it's could like a
2: say, restaurant new management.
0: Yeah, exactly. They could, they could go on yeah. late night shows and say, this movie's really like way. We went way bigger this time. But you people aren't going to pay attention to it if they're not if they're not interested in your series. They're not going to say, oh no, number five is so good. Right. So Definitely. this chance viewing completely hooked me into it, and it was with this movie, which I think this movie is a good step up from, like, you know, 2 and 3, but 5 is where I got, like, this is, like, an A-plus action movie. But 4 is still great. There's a lot of great stuff in it. So they have a great opening
1: sequence. They're trying to steal the oil. Keep going, Brad. Right. The, the Vin Diesel's like, hey, I think the cops are after us. We should split up as a team. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't get arrested. i get mm-hmm. extradited to the U.S. It'd be bad. I'd go to jail. Right. And uh, Han, part of the crew, is like, yeah, maybe I'll go to Tokyo. (gasps) And uh, now we know, Bilau, what's going to happen to Han in Tokyo. We sure do. He's going to die. Three months later, Dom's living in Panama City. His sister, Mia, played Mm -hmm. by Jordana Brewster, Mm -hmm. calls him and says, hey, I've got some bad news for you. Letty has been murdered. Michelle Rodriguez. Uh,
2: murdered. Yeah. So this is a tie back to the 50, 1955 That's, film. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: That's why this one's called Fast and Furious, the stench of murder. Yes. <laughs>
1: I would love that. Uh, Vin Diesel goes back to L.A. to attend the funeral, even though, again, you'd think he'd be on some watch lists. Nope. So, Nobody's nope. too important. Yep. Uh, goes back. Then he goes to visit the crash site. mm which presumably has been investigated by actual police officers, and he's like, "Oh, what's this on the ground here? Nitromethane." Huh? Wait oh, a yeah, minute. and you know about the nitrous, nitrous obviously. Of course, yeah.
0: And um, we, we? We didn't nitrous it, yeah. is didn't basically its it. own
1: character in this. We got series. it. We basically kind of acknowledge this.
0: If you haven't seen the Fast and Furious movies, I think it's in the first one, right? It is. They're racing. They're racing, and Vin Diesel's like, "It's a big hey, part of it." You know about nitrous, right? And someone's like, "Huh?" And there's like a custom like switch box so that you can open up yep. and you'll open up this little box that's connected to your car then there's basically like a light switch that's blue and you flick it and your car goes like woo! And it's just like Doc Brown when he gets the shot in Back to the Future 3 and he you just the, your car will basically get nitrous. Is this a real thing? Yes. Is It, it is, is it war- but it's
2: not it's not as dramatic <coughs> as that. <laughs> yeah, it's basically it's not like the mushrooms in the Mario Kart. Yeah
0: exactly that's basically what it is it's the mushrooms in Mario Kart it basically like flames shoot at the back of your car and your car fucking goes you know if you're go if you're going 80 miles an hour your car goes like 150 miles an hour it's basically it, like in these movies in yeah. these movies it's, it's like, like this really huge... the,
2: it's really the only thing that defines how good you are as a street racer in these movies <laughs> it's how it's, many it's tanks of you nitrous you yeah, brought. when 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 you hit it it's the you
0: most important it. thing and so in these movies they've used it in various times In fast and furious 1 it's probably more of like a big deal yeah um anyway so you found some nitrous wait no letty did no
1: Letty is dead. Okay, that's right. Letty's dead. Uh, ni- nitro methane is not nitrous. It's something slightly oh, different, okay, a different, okay. different chemical. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vin Diesel, I, I don't know if he'd learned it by feel or, or what he did, but he's like, it's nitro methane. <laughs> and just there's, tasted it. there's only, yeah, there's only one dealer in the LA area that goes, sells nitro methane.
0: <laughs> Windshield liquid, <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> urine, <laughs> more urine. Uh, my urine. Yes. <laughs> so he goes to the one car mechanic that sells nitromethane in LA. Who is it? Uh, it, uh Twinkie. Yes. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> who, did, who did you sell it to? Who did you sell it to? And the guy's like, ah, okay. David Park. And uh and mm. then he's like, the only car around here that uses it is this green, Gran Torino, whatever. Meanwhile, reinstated FBI agent Brian O'Connor, aka Paul Walker, is trying to track down a Mexican drug lord, Arturo Braga. Mm. Okay his search takes him to <gasps> David Park. So he gets there and uh, he says, uh, like Vin Diesel gets there first and he's like, what happened to Letty? Why is there a but whatever. And he's like holding this guy out the window. Uh, and then, you know, Paul Walker sees it and he's like, Hey, please don't do that. And he runs upstairs, saves the guy. The guy becomes the FBI's new informant. And he gets Paul Walker into a street race. So Paul Walker is back with the FBI. Yep,
0: Everything's Records fine. Records cleared, yep. Records cleared somehow. Yep. Even though he... Like the, well because the too thing fast, was okay. too furious, yeah. The odd thing was okay. Yeah. That was fine. Yeah. It was in the line of duty like Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So he's still friends with the police. Yep. All right. He's back in. He's... Uh, yeah. So now he's going to a street race. And uh, in the street race, uh, we also... Vin Diesel. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait. Uh,
2: he's getting into the street race to locate the... Kingpin, yeah,
1: he went well. He wants to find uh, I, I don't know what if he's tracking down Letty. Oh, no, we find out later what's going on. So he's okay. there, Vin Diesel's there, and then uh, the liaison for the drug kingpin yes. says, Hey, the winner of this street race is going to become the last driver on our uh team that's going to move something wink, 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 uh, between Mexico and the United States, yes. Uh, so um, yeah, her name is Giselle. And I feel like it's it's weird because I, I know there's a background screen in I, maybe Too Fast, Too Furious that has either her name or a very similar name as an undercover agent. But okay. in any event, yes. uh, Vin Diesel wins the street race because he, he bumps Paul Walker's car when Paul Walker's using nitrous. Paul Walker uses control. However, Paul Walker then arrests one, of you know, uses his FBI power to arrest one of the drivers who's already on this Mexico-U.S. smuggling run. Okay, I have a question. So he takes. Is his place Giselle the
0: team. Gal Gadot?
1: Yeah, you know what? It is. Yes, it
0: is. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yep. She's she's a main character in this too. Get out of here. Yep, it's her. Helen Mirren, Jason Statham, Vin Diesel, Daniel Day Lewis, The Rock, <laughs> Char- Charlize Theron I think, is one of the main I, villains. I think Lawrence Olivier on. was in one of them. <laughs> do you know that? Do you know that? Charlie's <laughs> Th- Jimmy Stewart. Yes, Charlize <laughs> Theron is like the big bad now. She's.
1: She's. It's, We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. You didn't know that? No. She, no. She's not playing Arturo Braga, which is which okay. is the big bad we're concerned about in this one. Okay. The Mexican drug lord. Um. So the team meets up with uh with Braga's henchman, Phoenix. When does uh, Edith's Elba come in? Neck tattoo. In a spinoff. Uh Stringer Bell. Phoenix and uh and and Vin Diesel's like, hey, I can't help but notice that you drive a green Ford Torino. Mm. And Phoenix is like, yeah, big deal. So they dr- they drive <laughs> a. They they have a, a yeah, confrontation. They have a confrontation later. They drive through this. I this, wish this character Brad within this? Yeah, <laughs> so fuck you. Right after
0: you killed Lenny.
1: they drive through this crazy tunnel system. Uh, between the U.S. and Mexico. Yes, and, uh, and it's
0: really weird. It's very strange. It's
1: a very strange. It's like a hidden tunnel.
0: Way? You can't stop during it. There's no lights inside it. It's like under a mountain.
1: Yeah. Right. And you, yeah, you have to like, like and there's no signs to tell you which way to go. You just kind of have to like either follow the car in front of you or know where you're going because they're like dead ends that are like rock walls. Yeah, they're
0: basically to like trick people and kill people. Yeah, you know, like uh, the real
1: smugglers can get through. Gotcha. But, but you know, they don't it's want like everyone. Battle uh, toads. Exactly. Yes. yes. Uh, So once they're in Mexico, Vin Diesel confronts Phoenix and says, hey, you killed Letty. Yes. And Phoenix says, I watched her body burn. Oh, wow. And this is, you know, the love of his life. If you've you've seen Lost Bandoleros, you you know how close they are. Oh, yeah.
4: (laughs) Lost Bandoleros,
0: you know,
1: which nobody has.
0: (laughs) It was released on a streaming site in 1996. You can watch it on Nokia cell phones, sold by Ludacris in the movie.
1: Meta. Um, mm-hmm. They 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 have a big standoff. Uh, Vin Diesel creates a diversion by blowing up his car. So uh, by, by saying
2: he watched the body burn, is he admitting yes, to culpability? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: And, and, uh, and what is and what is Vin Diesel saying well, about Paul Walker? I'll say this: Paul Walker is like, look, I feel guilty. Letty was working for the FBI. <gasps> she was going undercover. To clear your name, Vin Diesel. Wow.
0: Oh wait, does that work? That's part of the agreement. That was part of the
1: agreement. So, like, if I do a terrible thing, let's say
0: no, let's say Brad does something
1: terrible. Brad, that's yeah, that's far more likely.
0: (laughs) Brad snuck into a farm and he fucked a chicken, and someone (laughs) caught him. He's going to jail for bestiality. No one's (laughs) catching me, as he calls it, chicken ending. (laughs) Yes. I just can't get enough of that sweet chicken ending. All right, listen, I I don't want Brad to go to jail (laughs) where he'll become the chicken. i wanna I wanna get him off the hook, bok bok, bagok. can I go under the cover under the cover <laughs> yes. under cover in this you know chicken fucking ring and get him his name cleared. Why does that make sense? Is it
4: the same thing about that <laughs> makes sense? is it
2: the same thing yes, why well, can you do that? I think that is a real thing. Really? Yeah, to, you... some, to some degree. All right, all right. Okay. I like that. It's like uh, there was this and st- good you know, to know.
1: it's not the least plausible thing in the Fast and Furious universe. True.
2: There's like um isn't like a documentary about this art heist in Boston. Yes. Yeah.
0: The art of robbery or yeah. the robbery. This is a robbery. This is a robbery. Yeah,
2: and in that they just, they talk about like some of the mobsters are like, "Well, we were thinking about returning a piece of artwork." In order to clear someone's name. Wow. So I guess like if it's valuable
1: enough, the bargaining to the agencies,
0: yeah, they wow. have leverage. Wow. Also, so this, we could the, be criminals. We yeah. just need to figure out how to
2: bargain.
1: This would have been
2: very valuable first.
1: This would have been mm-hmm. the second time that someone's name is cleared uh, from crimes due to you know police Help. work. Yeah. Uh, so what does
0: Vin Diesel say to Paul Walker though? Is he pissed? He's like, "Hey, I hate you." From the first one. Uh, no,
1: they 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 work it out pretty quickly. Really, yeah. I
0: thought Vin Diesel would hold the grudge. Did he? Was he mad at first? He was mad at first. They
2: just slap hams and get on
0: with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah slap their ham ends
1: and yeah. they're good. <laughs> um, but you know, they're they're in this crisis and they know each other. Uh, so they're in this crisis. They have to flee back <laughs> across the border. I get it. The devil, you know. Yes. Uh, they hijack a, a Hummer with sixty million dollars worth of heroin in it. Oh no! They drive back it's to a lot L.A. Of DVDs. <laughs> Hide the heroin in a police yeah, impound lot. How many
0: DVDs is it worth?
1: <laughs> it's 2010.
0: Yes. Like like not like, a lot. Like, like
1: 60 million. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, oh,
2: HD DVDs then.
0: Oh boy,
1: I've got <laughs> the some true bad news future of the medium. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
2: never die. <done. laughs>
1: They hide the heroin in a police impound lot They steal a car from the police impound lot They Disney drive Kirby. back to Dom's house They reunite with Jordana Brewster
0: Okay, so three of them are together Letty's dead,
1: we know who killed her
0: Yes She was working for Paul Walker Yes If these will matter at that Or is he like, I like you more because of that uh,
1: Well, Dom finds out Brian was the last person to have contact with Letty Which results in Dom attacking Brian and See, this is what I was waiting for Until he explains that Letty was working undercover She right. was tracking down Braga in exchange for clearing Dominic's record Wow uh, So, Paul Walker now says Hey, FBI superiors Remember pardoning Vin Diesel? Well, how about I lure Braga into a trap, forcing him to show up to exchange money for the heroin, and, uh, and that will clear Vin Diesel's name. And the FBI's like, sounds great, buddy. Mm-hmm. Happy to clear names. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get to the drop site. The man uh, who claims to be Braga is a decoy, and Campos, like the fake second-in-command— uh, of this particular scenario, is the real Braga, and he escapes with Phoenix, the guy who killed Letty, and they flee to Mexico. Uh, in the ensuing chaos, Phoenix nearly runs over Giselle, Gal Gadot, before Vin Diesel saves her. Yes. So they go down to Mexico with the help of Gal Gadot, gives them directions as a favor, in return for Dom saving her life. That's really odd. But basically, she kind of tells them where to go. She had been, like, posing as the love interest. No, maybe she poses as the love interest in Five. So, So is Han not in this? Uh, Han? No, not really. Oh, interesting. Um, Paul Walker and Vin Diesel find Braga at a church. He's in there for his nightly prayers. They they take him out. The henchmen come to try and get him. They drive through the tunnels back into the United States. Another right. big, crazy tunnel chase scene. Yep. Uh, Paul Walker crashes his car. He's then injured after being T-boned by Phoenix. But before Phoenix can kill, Paul Walker... Vin Diesel crashes into him and kills Phoenix in yeah. retaliation for Letty's death. Yes. Mm. As police and helicopters approach the crash site on the American side of the border, uh, Paul Walker tells Vin Diesel to leave, but Vin Diesel says, no, I'm not running anymore. At the trial, Paul Walker says, please, please have mercy on my baby boy, Vin. <laughs> yes. It... And the judge says, 25 years in prison. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Paul Walker can't live with this injustice. He resigns from the FBI. Vin Diesel gets on a bus that's going to take him to jail and as the bus drives down the long deserted highway we see four cars drive up near it and it's it's Paul Walker and Jordana Brewster and uh, and uh, yeah and uh, and then Leo and Santos so you know the guys from Los Bandoleros show up
2: yes and that's the end of the
0: film and basically you and see that's, the, the that's
1: cool for you know the four four cool cars like like basically closing
0: in on the bus and that's how the movie. And that's ends. how Fast
1: and Furious. That's ends. a cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: it is. But here's
2: you're about you're about to find out what's even cooler. Let's jump right in, Brad. <laughs> all right, Fast Five. Where's Ava Mendez and all this? She she just she disappeared. Uh, she
0: was, uh, she was she, in the first. Uh, that she, second one, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: She she has she, a small I, part. Yeah, she'll come up. Again. Yeah, she'll come back. A uh, bigger part than Chuck thinks. <sighs> all right. Next, oh sorry, uh, just real quick, the box office figures. Uh budget on Fast and Furious was hang on, scrolling down. Still scrolling. Lost Bandoleros. Have I overscrolled? Oh my goodness. There it is. Uh budget 85 million, worldwide gross, 363 million. Wow. So really successful action film. Yes. All right. And so this is this is like, you know, we watch this, you know, and we're like you
0: know, me and Brad were, were basically, wow, this was a pretty decent action movie, much better than we expected. And we said, let's watch Fast Five. And as I know, I already I already kind of uh, spoiled it, but we fell in love with Fast Five. I think Fast Five is up there with Bad Boys 2 as like a high watermark for the action genre. I think it's absolutely incredible. And I think that they, it was like designed that way. Like, I think they went into this being like, let's try to join the big leagues in, turn, uh, in terms of making one of the most successful franchises that's like an action movie at all. And they accomplished it with this movie. Yes. How does it start? Right where four ended. Right, right there. We go back to the trial. It shows the same part, it shows the bus, My baby boy, Vin, it, be- <laughs> it shows the cars, pull up, cars, pull up. And now we see the scene and uh, the scene is fucking amazing. They get like, it's dude, Jordana Brewster goes up and then she goes way far ahead of the bus. Fishtails comes at the bus and she's just driving head on with it. And the bus is like, what What are we doing? Paul Walker gets in front of the bus and he's going in front of it too and trying to catch it. The bus goes to get out of the way of Jordana booster and goes to the left. And Paul Walker hits his brakes and he backs up into it. And the bus hits the car at an angle and it just, it's, it's a full bus and it just starts rolling down the highway. And it's like so destructive, so insane Vin Diesel would have been dead a thousand times in this accident. But of course, gets out without a scratch. And do you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yeah. You know that reporter guy? What's his name? Perd Hapley. Perd oh, Hapley. Yeah. Cuts the Perd Hapley as a reporter reporting on the bus incident. <laughs> and that's how the movie starts. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and he's the like there prisoners
2: in this bus?
4: Yeah, they well, were.
1: May they rest in peace.
4: <laughs> <Nice laughs> may <meat. laughs> rest in peace, Vin Diesel is free.
0: Long live Vin Diesel. Yes. <laughs>
1: Um, a lot of collateral damage in these films.
0: Yes. Um. <clears throat> so what is the plot of this one? Cuz I I right. want to hear it, you tell it. So so the Th- This is the- where we're really stepping it up. Yeah. Fast and Furious 4 was a bridge. This is like holy shit, we're up there. We're this is the we're, realization. We're, we're with the big boys. This yep. is, you know, we're doing it. They they flee to Rio de Janeiro. You know what? Okay. Cuz here's how I think of it. Yep. This is we're going to be a highlight of the summer. The Fast and Furious movie is going to be a tentpole
1: summer movie now. Yep. starting with Fast Five. It's kicking off the summer movie season. Uh, April April 29th was uh, was this one. Well, right at the beginning. Yeah. So uh, they flee to Rio de Janeiro. Mm-hmm. Colorful. And uh, and they meet up with Vince from the, the first movie. Jerk from the first movie has relocated to Rio. He's got a nice little life. Nice little wife. Still uh <laughs> still doing some jobs on the side. <laughs> Tiny little life. Well, <laughs> Uh, so they, uh, they're, they're, yeah, Brian and, uh, sorry, Paul Walker and, and Jordana Brewster, uh, are waiting for Vin, Vin to show up and, uh, Vince, the alpha guy is like, Hey, uh, why don't you help me on this job? We have to steal three cars off of a moving train. Oh, this part's so good too. And, uh, Paul Walker's like, sure. That sounds like something that's, uh, that I'm capable of doing. Mm-hmm. and so they uh, they're waiting for Vin Diesel at this point to
0: get to Rio de Janeiro so they freed him from the bus then they parted ways and they're like he's like I'll meet you in Rio
1: right and uh, sometime in the planning of the job he shows up yeah he does so they drive up next to this train. It's so awesome what they do is they take a they take a flat back
0: like it's almost like a pickup truck but there's no cab it's just a flat back and they drive up next to a train and they really filmed this and it has to go the same speed as the train and they take like one of those like uh, torches that they'll have in a garage and they cut open the side of the train as their train is going and the car is going
1: and if you know the piece of the side of the train flies off yeah, yeah. so there's three cars here and uh, the crew <clears throat> they're like all right Let's take these three cars, and so one of the guys on the crew is like, "Okay, but we're taking the 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 GT40." Yes. And Vin Diesel like, "Why do you why do you want that car? We didn't talk about this beforehand. why are you bringing it up now?" Yeah, when they cut so open the a-
0: side of the car, Vin Diesel is inside, and he's joined the the uh, yeah, crew. He's
1: a little gotcha. suspicious,
0: and I think Vin Diesel is kind of like, "I told you not to take on any jobs without me." He right. says
1: something like that to Jordana Brewster and Paul yep. Walker. Um. So basically, uh, they they then use like a weird sideways tow cable and pull these cars sideways out of the train yes. onto these flatbed tow trucks. And then the tow truck will go up and the car goes off. And they're like, well, I'll meet up at the rendezvous right. point. Right. So uh, the guy's like, uh, no, I have to take the GT40. And Vin Diesel's like, yeah, sure. And then he like winks at Jordana Brewster. He's like, you, you take the GT40. Yeah. So she gets in. She gets hauled off the train. She drives away. With the yeah. GT40. And the other guys that we don't know they are new to us are kind of like looking at each other. And one
0: of them says, it's okay. She'll meet up with us at the rendezvous point. It's no big deal. Don't worry about it. And so we don't know what
1: they're talking yeah. about. Like, why is it a big deal? Yeah. Uh, on this train, some U.S. DEA agents. <laughs> yes. The the cars are seized property. They're technically yes. property of the United States government. Yes. Um, there's a big fight uh, on the train, mm-hmm. Paul Walker and Vin Diesel against these two other henchmen.
0: Yeah, the henchmen turn on them essentially yeah. yes. during the heist. Well, basically, basically the, the D- two
2: unknown guys.
1: Yes. Why do they turn on them? Um, just because they uh, they they because Paul Walker and and Vin Diesel had Jordana Brewster steal the GT40, and that was their sole purpose. Yes. Uh, but nobody told Vin Diesel and Paul Walker this.
0: Yeah, they were basically like. There's something in the GT40 that we're actually stealing. We yep. told you it, we were stealing these three cars, but there's something in that specific car, yep. and they start turning on them.
1: And the DE agents also come in at the same time De- to stop them. DE agents are killed. Crazy escape of the train. Oh. Driving next to it, they end up driving off a, a, a cliff. They're in a convertible. They drive off a cliff. They jump out of the car. So, so what
0: happens is Vin Diesel jumps in one of the cars. He drives out of the side of the train in a, in a in a in like a a convertible and the shot is amazing. And I saw a whole thing about how they made it because you can see him driving it out of the train. They got out. Paul Walker is fighting with one of the guys on the flatback truck. Right. And the flatback truck, what happens is they're fighting. It goes off track, not next to the train, just off to the side. And they're, they're fighting, fighting, fighting. Paul Walker kills the guy or like knocks him out at least. And the thing is it's driving back towards the train and he's trying to get to the wheel to stop it. And it crashes it's into, into it's the gonna collide. It's gonna collide. It collides. So it's stuck in the train. And Paul Walker is on the flatback truck, like sticking out of the train. And Vin Diesel is they're in coming a convertible, up to a bridge. And they're coming up to oh, a bridge. My. So it's a big thing. It's a big, like, uh, you know, support. the bridge connected to the ground. Yeah, yeah support yeah. beam. So Paul, Vin Diesel's like, jump, jump, you idiot, jump. And like, Vin Diesel's like really far away. He's driving close to the train. He's trying to do it. It's so good. Paul Walker jumps into the car. But the thing is, the bridge is there because they're going over like a monstrous ravine. So he jumps into the the convertible, the the train and the, you know, the, the flatback explode. Then Vin Diesel and like Paul Walker, like looking back and high-fiving and pumping (laughs) each other's dicks a little bit. And they look forward and they're like, and they see the edge of the thing and the convertible just goes off the cliff. And it's like, I don't know how many feet in the air. What do you say? Like a thousand? Uh, I would have said like (laughs) 400. And so like huge drop. And the, the camera is mounted to the hood and it just shows them in the car. Go off, and then they just fall up out of the car, and it's fucking awesome. And they must have really shot that, but then obviously, you know, not falling into a ravine, and so they fall into water. Car falls into water, and then what do the guys show up? What happens right then? The bad guys show up. Yeah, and it's uh, they
2: they just they just fall free fall. They fall. They free
0: fall into the water. Yep. Yeah, and they're fine. And they're fine. They're good swimmers. That's why. They're well, drivers. What about, what I'll they're say swimmers. this. No broken
1: the, bones? The, the series <laughs> no. is basic, Vin Vin basically Vin a cartoon starting yeah, yeah. In, in
0: Fast and Furious. It sounded
2: like an Acme.
1: Yeah. I'd say
0: starting in 5. Yeah. I mean, Fast and Furious is pretty crazy, but 5 gets... I mean, yeah. I got to say, it gets crazier as yeah. time goes yeah, yeah. on. It's going to get even crazier.
1: Um, but the bad guys, the, the, yes. the people who hired the henchmen to steal the cars, are yes. somehow waiting at the bottom of the ravine. Mm-hmm. For Paul Walker and Vin Diesel, they're taken to a warehouse. They're briefly interrogated, and uh, Reyes is the is the the crime lord, owns the cars. He's like, ah, interrogate them. Paul Walker and Vin Diesel manage to escape. They go back to their safe house with Vince, Mm -hmm. and uh, there, you know, they look over the car for a while, and then they kind of walk away. And then they catch Vince trying to take a computer chip out of the car. Mm -hmm. He was going to sell the chip to Reyes on his own. Yep. Vin Diesel's like. You don't treat family that way, mm-hmm. and uh, Paul Walker somehow plugs the chip into I don't know, like a Game Boy or something, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, this, this, this is like all of Reyes's financial records, including the location of where he, like, his his money houses around the city because oh. he's a drug lord. Yep. Right. So he has like women in in bikinis counting money, stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks of money, mm-hmm. as you do. Yeah, as we all do. As, yeah, at this point in our careers. Yes." Um. So, the U.S. government is like, well, the DEA agents were killed on our watch. We need to send our best agent, mm-hmm. Hobbs and Shaw. Well, just Hobbs, played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh boy. So he. So this te- is where the Rock joins the series. The Rock teams no, up oh with God. the one honest cop in all of Rio, Elena. And I'm going to say this here and now. I think back then, The Rock
0: was looked at as like, oh, this big dumb wrestler guy. Yeah. You know, he's still he's no. gonna be doing action movies. I think The Rock is like an A-lister. Like he, did you see um, Moana? No. Moana was a it was a Pixar movie, yeah. and The Rock plays like you know a main character in it, and he actually sings his main song in it, and he's fucking incredible. He's just awesome, and he has that. You know, it's funny because when he was The Rock in WF, they would call him the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Right. And like, you know, it was kind of about how he has the look and all this stuff like that. And it was played for like, you know, silliness, you know. But I think it's pretty true. I think the rock is an excellent, uh like he he looks amazing. I think that he comes off as legitimate. I think he's a genuine guy. I think he's like a legit movie star now. Yeah. That's
1: really how I think about him. Oh yeah. And I think that this was a big step on the way to that. He's great. Yeah. Uh, he teams up with Elena. Uh, her husband had been killed by corrupt cops, so she became a cop to be a good cop. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to the safe house. It's a uh, as men are already trying to take it over, so there's like a fight between like The Rock. And he's trying to get to Vin Diesel, but also Reyes' men are trying to kill Vin Diesel, but they also don't like cops, so they're trying to fight with the Roxas. So and, there's,
0: and there's like a chase scene on foot, and it's awesome. Yeah. It's a great, great action sequence that's like a hand-to-hand combat kind of sequence.
1: Uh, Vin Diesel like comes face-to-face with Elena. They mm-hmm. share a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he gives mm-hmm. her this cross necklace or yes. something that like was his memory of Letty. Yes.
0: Mm. Um, Michelle Rodriguez.
1: Paul Walker and uh, and Jordana Brewster, like, jump, parkour jump down to a roof and crash through. Yeah. Now, shortly before this, we have learned that Jordana, you know, Mia, the character, is pregnant. And yes. she's like, I'm going to jump on this roof and crash oh through my. the roof.
0: And this movie, I will say this. Mamma Mia. It's yeah. hard to put into into words. It's filmed in Rio de Janeiro, and it's very fast. They filmed this to be, like, very energetic, and they even did the subtitles in really intricate and different creative ways yeah. for the people to communicate with each other and it's really really well done like it's a real i almost i'm going to be honest no offense to justin lynn i was shocked when i read today that he did he directed three four five six yeah i was shocked that it was the same director because this is like a different movie it feels it, feel, it does kind of feel like bad boys too to me yeah um
1: but go ahead all right so vin diesel's like hey we barely escaped we should split up and mm-hmm. start our lives This is when Jordana Brewster's like, hey, I'm pregnant. And Vin Diesel's like, oh, man, we need money to start a new life. Mm -hmm. Let's steal all the money. Like, we have the record on this Game Boy of where Reyes keeps his money around town. Let's steal it from him. And uh, and then we'll start our new lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they put together a team. And that team is Han, uh, Tyrese, Ludacris, Gal Gadot. And then uh, Leo and I guess Santos was the other guy's name. The guys, the Los Bandoleros guys. Yes. Wow. And this is Crack the first team. time they've really been like we're a team. Yes. Right. And uh, so they're they're planning this heist and basically they they hit one one of the money houses. Yes. And get the money and then they they get the money and they just burn it. Ten million dollars. They just burn it. Mm-hmm. They burn. And it. Right. And so Reyes is like, whoa, I don't want more attacks. If they know where my safe houses are, if they know where my money houses are, I'm going to take this $90 million and I'm going to put it in a vault in the police station because he owns the cops. He's, uh, su- he's so, such a big wig. He's yeah. above the law. It's yeah. the safest place to, uh, to keep this money. So, they, so do they burn it to get at him? They burn it to show him that, yeah, basically we okay. can get to you okay. uh, no matter what. Uh, so the team does like surveillance. They get cars. They get equipment. Oh. They they come up with this plan. They're like, all right, the the cameras in the police station. Yes. Like, this, so so let me. Yeah, yeah, do you, it, you, no, no, you do it. You've you've been doing a much better job with the action sequences. Uh, oh, sorry. Than me.
0: So basically, no, I think what happens is they say, "Here's the safe that this is. It's really it's like one of the toughest safes in the world to crack." So we don't know how to crack it. Ludicrous is our safe cracker, right? he's yes, the hacker. He's, a hacker. he's a hacker, a safe cracker. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. you know, it rhymes, yeah. baller shot caller. Yep. And they have, so they said we ordered another one of those safes and we brought it to the safe house so that Hugh the can practice just on. he could just practice all the time. We know what the code is. We can open it, and he's practicing the whole time. Ludicrous is basically trying to figure out how to crack the safe, and they're like, "Here's the police station. Here's all the cameras." They're like here's how much time is in between each camera and they recreate the police station like in terms of like boxes or whatever inside the warehouse, right? Yeah. And they start trying to make the run mm-hmm. and they steal a police car and they say we to get in we need to look like a policeman. So they take the police car and they just all keep trying to make the run and the do of time to, to get missed by the security cameras. And that's basically their big plan for the end of the movie is to race in like that, get to the safe, crack it, steal the money and get out of there without being caught on the cameras.
1: So after this big montage of like trying to make this drive, they're like, "We we can't make it. It's, yeah. it's impossible yeah. to do it. Yeah. Why don't we just steal police cars?" So that becomes their new plan. They steal police cars and then street race with those police cars, like in the middle of Rio. Yes, Whoa. fun stuff. Yes. Um, so why do they want to steal the police cars? Because then they can get into the uh, into the station without being seen. Okay, I see. H- hiding okay. in plain that, sight. That if must you be will. what I forgot. Gotcha. They didn't, yeah. they stole the police car after. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's yeah, right. Uh, the Rock and his team eventually track everyone down. They arrest Vin Diesel and, and Jordana Brewster and, and Paul Walker and Vince, and they're transporting them to the airport for mm. extradition to the United States. The convoy is attacked by Reyes' men. Mm-hmm. They kill Hobbs' team. They, they Hobbs and Elaine are saved by our, you know our guys, Vin, Vin Diesel and, and Paul Walker and everyone. Uh, but Vince is fatally shot. Oh, from the first movie, the guy from yeah. the first movie. He's, yeah. he actually does die. Yes, as far as we know. <laughs> as of as, of as, as, as of now we, we haven't, haven't we seen, have seen F nine yet. F9 yet. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Hobbs now now the Rock and Elena are like you know what we uh, like our team members were killed we went in on this heist yes so and the Rock is basically like just
0: like uh,
1: Assault and Precinct thirteen.
0: Our shit is on pause. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. It's just like that. That's what he says, basically. Yeah.
1: He And so he... Uh, That's from that movie, right? Or yeah. is that from a different movie? I, I don't know.
0: Remember, it's uh, Ethan... Is it Ethan Hawke? Ethan Hawke, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Morpheus? What's his name? Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. One of them says, Larry. Our shit is on pause. But is that a different movie? I don't know. That, you know what I'm referring to. Yeah. Um. But anyway, go ahead. So he says, Our shit is on pause. <laughs> yep. Do what you're going to
1: do. So mm. Vin Diesel and Paul Walker mm. get two muscle cars yep. and two very strong steel cables. And they, cra- uh, the Rock crashes his big truck because yeah. that's, that's the Rock's role in these movies is basically like guy with big truck.
0: <laughs> no, and he and doesn't. Well, well, I'll, right. I'll say
1: this, but like as as far as cars go, like yes. if if Paul Walker drives that's like right. a, like an import with a crazy spoiler, yeah, yeah. And the Vin Rock is Diesel, not about
0: speed. He's like he came in as like a boulder, yeah. So he's like a, a, a battering ram.
1: Yeah, Paul uh, Vin Diesel's like a, a, a muscle an American muscle car. Yes, yeah. and the, the Rock, Rock is, is like a small okay. tank, a big truck. Yeah. And so their new
0: plan is that they're going to take these like elevator cables or whatever, yep. and they're going to connect them to the to the to the safe. And they they're said drag it. And they said one car <clears throat> doesn't have cannot, enough strength to doesn't it. have enough strength to drag it, but two do. And we got to go steal the safe and try to steal it and go through Rio. And the subsequent action scene, it's it could be my favorite action scene of any movie, easily in my top five. It is so well done, and you can look on YouTube. What happens is they drive uh, the two cars and they do this big chase through the whole city. But the thing is, and when I was, watched it, I was like, oh, that's interesting, whatever. I didn't really care. But when they took the first turn, the safe starts rolling behind them and it rolls through a building and like takes out the entire first floor of the building. And I was like, ooh, I was like, that's really crazy. Like That's what would actually happen. But I didn't expect that. I thought it would kind of be more like it would just Slides. follow them. Yeah,
2: just slide around.
0: And then... As the chase goes on, they destroy this bus stop and they start doing different things with it. Like, you know, there's cars coming at them, so they split and the safe goes forward and like destroys like a bunch of cars. Paul Walker, because of that, Paul Walker starts going backwards and he hits the safe and Vin's pulling it from the other way. And so Paul Walker's doing it backwards and motorcycles are chasing him. And like, they did it for real. It wasn't CG. They destroyed over 120 cars in this one chase and it was like kind of a statement moment from the people that directed the movie, the action choreographer of like, we're going to do something that no one's ever done before. And I, if you, so I was going to say, if you go on YouTube and you look up vanity fair, um, fast and fast five, the action choreographer does a 20 minute video where he goes through the entire thing of how he choreographed everything and explains every part of it. And it's like, if you believe the action sequences are art, it's, incredible. But they do all these different things. It's like a 20-minute sequence. They destroy all these cars. They go on a bridge and basically Vin Diesel is like, you know, Ryas's men or Reyes or Reyes? Reyes. Reyes's men is, are chasing them and Vin Diesel's like, listen, we can't get away. Jordana Brewster's is pregnant. She's my sister. Paul, Paul Walker, you got to go. Just take the car and go. And Paul's like, I can't, I can't leave you. And Vin Diesel's like, dude, you got to go. They cut the cable. Vin Diesel turns his car around back towards Ray's men, he starts driving, but he, you can't he can't drag it because it's one thing. So his car is going up on the back wheels, flips the switch, hits the Nas, and he starts dragging the safe. And he starts like whipping it, like going back and forth, back and forth. And finally, he kind of turns the wheel and the safe rolls across the highway and goes and it hits a police car, which goes, <laughs> goes in the air and hits Ryze's men. Like it hit, goes right into Ryze's uh What's it called? Like the front of his car and kills the main guy. Yeah. And well, that's how well, end the end...
1: F- it, it kills the main henchman. Yes, main Re- henchman. Sorry. Re- Reyes is still alive. Yeah. He's going to shoot Vin Diesel. Boom, gets shot. Who shuts him? Who shuts him? The Rock. <laughs> the Rock. Of course. And The Rock says, hey, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, I can't let you guys yeah, go. Yeah, Paul Walker comes back, but yeah, I remember what he does. I think Paul Walker eventually killed the main henchman. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's Who what Who was right. going to... Yeah. So... Um, so they have the
0: safe right there on the side of the bridge.
1: Yep. And and the rock's like, I can't let you guys go. Well, he, well, he, he yeah. said,
0: no, Vin Diesel's like, you're going to let us go. Yeah. And and the rock's like, I'm not letting you take this money. And Vin Diesel's like, <clears throat> he says something like, you know, are we friends or something like that? And the rock says, I'm going to give you 24 hours. You're not taking the money. And so uh, Vin Diesel's like, all right. And the rock's like, I'll see you soon. And he's like, maybe you will. And Vin Diesel leaves. And the rock goes like, like he kind of like has like a moment where he's like thinking for a second. And he goes up to the safe and the door's just open. And he opens the door and it's empty. It's empty. And it flashes back in, in during the chase. And when they had and at some point like Han was on the phone with them. Yeah. Cause the other part of the chase is like all the, all the other fast and furious guys have stolen police cars and they're part of the chase too. And so the police cars are just driving into each other and taking each other out. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. Han says, or someone, maybe Jordana Brewster says in a microphone to someone, you have a 30 second window and they, they never do anything during the, during the chase. You just hear her say that. And then it cuts to other people, whatever. It cuts back to that moment. They go under a bridge And the two guys that are helping them from Los Bandoleros have the practice safe in the back of a garbage truck and they drive up to it and they they switch out the saves and they put the money in the practice safe. And the moment is so sad to see the action sequence is like so exciting. Then you get that moment, which is like, you know, basically the usual suspects moment, which is like incredible because you don't expect it. Although it does make sense. It's like you kind of see it and you're like, of course, why wouldn't they switch the saves? Then... The song Danza Kuduro starts, which is like an incredible song. It shows this overlay of of Rio with that big statue of, uh, is it Jesus? Yes. And so starts playing this song and it cuts to all the people that they've come across. And it's just fucking duffel bags of money in their houses. And it has Vince's wife, who has a baby, the guy that died. And she comes home and it says, from Uncle Dom. And it has the big duffel bag of money. But it's all of them like... The two guys from Los Mandaleros are in a casino and they have stacks of money. And one of them is like, put it all on black. The other one goes, put it all on red. And they put both their <laughs> stacks down and then the wheel starts spinning and it's like, ah, so good. Yeah. And it cuts to Tyrese. Tyrese is in, or, or Tej, which is ludicrous. Yeah. He's in a garage. He's like, he's he has his own garage now because he bought it. Tyrese shows up. He's like, you come out to this party. He's like, I got this car. It's the, it's like, it's only one, it's one of only two of these cars in like the uh, Western Hemisphere or something yeah. like that. And, uh, and uh, Ludacris is like, oh, I don't know. I can't go. I can't, you know, I got I to work, whatever. He's like, I'll be out in a couple of minutes. And then another car pulls up and it's identical to it. And look, is like, what the hell? <laughs> Ludacris is like, what if two of each car? And they each yeah. have the same car. I'm like there's only two of them in the Western Hemisphere. Everyone's happy. And Gal Gadot is is sitting in Han's lap and they're driving and they're making out. And he's just driving. And she's like, well, what do you want to do now? We're all done with this. And he goes, I don't know. I've always wanted to go to Tokyo. <gasps>
1: Uh oh! I know. And then where does this leave Vin Diesel and Paul Walker? Uh, they're they're like on a on a tropical beach, and yes. uh, Paul Walker's like, "Hey, I'm how about in his lap? How about, oh, uh, this is the best!" Yeah. Well, just basically, how about a race just to prove who's the better driver? Yes, that's it. That's and a, it's a, a reference to the first time they they yeah. uh, they raced, right? And then the right and then the credits start. Yes. Okay. Okay. Mid credits
0: scene. Now you're already blown away. You get the fucking safe chase you never expected to happen in your life. They got the money. You can't believe that they got the money then you see all the people getting the, it's, I, I had tears in my eyes when I watched I, I have tears in my eyes now credits start and you're like "Woo! I can't believe that I can't believe the story is done credits
1: roll cuts the, to the rock at his desk doing police work in walks Eva Mendez <laughs> <laughs> yoo Gives him a file. She says, "Hey, a military convoy in Berlin has been hijacked." <laughs> <laughs> yeah! And and he's like, "So what?" And she's like, "I think you need to look at the picture of some of the people involved." He goes,
0: "He goes. I don't, if it's not Dominic Toretto or you know, yep. if it's not Vin Diesel or Paul Walker, I'm not interested." And she's like, "Oh yes,
1: you oh you're going to be interested." And he opens it up. Wanted photo. Letty Michelle Rodriguez.
4: <laughs> Rodriguez. <laughs> so you're like, what the fuck?
1: So this movie.
0: I don't know. I I should never watch this movie because nothing's gonna make me feel this good again. <laughs> when we, we watched this, we were like, we were, we were kicking our legs. Oh, oh my god! I threw you through a wall.
1: That whole chase scene is and, insane,
0: and it's great because the chase scene is insane. But it's it's really, it's really built up by not only the story but the conclusion of the chase scene and how everything pl- plays out for the rest of the movie. It's so exciting. They did something so special with this. Um, I can't recommend it enough. You know, it's hard to say watch the whole series for the specific movies because I I honestly, I think the rest of them are also really good. In fact, Ray Harrington, who also is on our podcast a lot, he thinks six is better than five, which is it's debatable. But this movie alone is worth getting invested at least a little bit and watching some of the series. So you Um, think
2: this is the, the high point for you?
0: For me, it is yeah. I gotta I gotta be honest though. In terms of like movies, yes. I'll say this though, high point. But it's not like the the ones after this drop off really. Right. Like to me, Hobbs and Shaw, awesome. Fast and Furious Seven, fucking devastating and awesome. Like Fast and Furious Seven is that your second favorite? (sighs) I don't know. Probably yeah. And then six is right up there too. Right. it's not like it peaks and then goes down again. I think it pretty much stays where it is. It's just that this safe chase, it's so unique. It's so well done. It's, uh, it's real. And it, they played with physics in such a legitimate way that I think it's hard to really hit the high watermark. But to me, if this movie's an A plus, I still think that Fast and Furious six is like an A minus in terms of an action movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, man, it's just so fucking fun. All right. So, I think we're going to stop the episode here and Whew. do a part two for the rest of the series. But what do you think so far, Do You
2: have any questions? Oh man, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you guys covered it pretty well. Yeah. So we yeah, got. Yeah. I so mean, the- I'm sure some more will come up as this. As oh week. yes, yes they will. So as, as of right on. now,
0: the crew is Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Gal Gadot, Jordana Brewster,
1: Han. Um the rock is friends with them. I like that we don't use Hans and it's it's Sung Kang. Yeah. Kang or something like that. Yeah. Um Vince
0: is dead. We got Ludacris, Tyrese. The family is growing, Bilo. Yeah. And yeah. Los Bandoleros. Yeah, and the Los Bandoleros guys. So, we'll stop here. Excuse me. <clears throat> this movie is uh, you know, this is the it's my it's my best one, but I think we still got a ton of great ones coming up. Um but this is part 1 of the Franchise Flashback for Fast and Furious. We're going to continue next week so that everyone is caught up by the release of F9. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want to write in, chuckandbrad at gmail.com.
1: Bila, thank you so much for being with us on this Franchise Flashback Absolutely. episode. Part part one of the Franchise Flashback. Yep. And uh, folks out there, we'd love to hear from you. Yes. Uh, what's your favorite Fast and or Furious moment? Yes. And uh, thank you all for listening. That's all I've got. That's all i got. Deuces.